G Money. G Money's not here. What's up, man? Um, G Money's sick right now. He got the COVID virus. So I'm going to hold it down. Queens Flip, I'm here. I'm in the building. I feel good. Shout out to Queens Flip Jr. Shout out to Smooth. Shout out to Michelle. Shout out to Baskey. Shout out to the whole team in the building. Shout out to Queen and G Blacks too for fighting and the nigga shit that they conducted on uh, the couple hour. But we'll get into that. Um, I feel good. My weekend was great. Michelle, how was your weekend? I, know, I didn't ask you. Um, everything was good. You know, everything is a blessing. We just trying to go to the next level. G Money, get well. We can't wait till you get back. It's lonely at the top. Pause. That sounded crazy, right? That sounded crazy? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I got a special guest here, but I can't do it by myself. I can't do the G Money episode. I can't do that. I can't do it. I can't do it. It don't feel right? So I go, make it unique. You sure? Congratulations to you, Michelle. Michelle is now the current producer of the platform. Um, she produces the show, uh, The Couple's Hour. She's going to be, be producing other shows. So I've been seeing the footage. You've been doing a great work. How do you feel? I love it. It's so fun. I love the content. The, the comments from the people watching live, they love it. And you've been receiving donations behind my back and haven't been checking in. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you were part of a fight as well, yes? No. No. You wasn't? I was not a part of anything. Did you participate? Participate in a fight? No. What did you what what handle did you uh I'm a diffuser. You diffused the fight. I'm a diffuser. Did you separate them? I am a separator. Episode 188. Nigga, we made it. <laughs> We got a special guest. I don't know why he put the mask on. It'll miss, you got to take the mask off, man. So you can talk. He got the mask on. The OG. He just threw it I right off. Her. Yeah, he just threw it. Nah, you good. We got a special guest. Miami, where you from? Miami, Florida. Miami, Florida. My man. I want We need to hear the applause. My man, Marvin Griffin. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. Welcome to Flip the Script. How you doing, man? Hey, I'm good, man. I'm blessed, man. Good to be here. Is your first time in New York? Actually, it is. Okay. Actually, it is my first time, and I'm gonna I'm tell you, I want to thank y'all for um, inviting me here on your on your platform, man. I'm really I'm humbled for to be here. Grateful. Thank you. No problem. You know, right. just a let me fix this. Good. Yeah, I'm listening. Go just a few months ago, I was sitting in prison. Hmm. You know, so you know, I'm I'm. I came here on a on a wing and a prayer, man. I just wanted to come here and um, share my story with you. Mm -hmm. I, I as many times I laid up at night dreaming about moments like this. Mm. So I'm, I'm deeply grateful to you, man. You I appreciate Mr. Baskey for getting me here. A lot of people like Baskey. I'm trying to get rid of him too. Yeah. Nah, but Baskey is is very professional. Wow. You know, patient. I mean, the whole time he spoke with me, he he he, he was real professional. So you. You gotta keep you gotta keep your jewels with you. You know you can't give your jewels away. I appreciate that. I you know appreciate that. It means yeah, a lot. He, he's really been. He was really professional. Um. So you're from Miami, Florida. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um. You got. How long you were in prison for? Unfortunately, twenty three years, two months, 
in 20 days. And you just came home 2021 or 2020? 2020. December oh. 11th is when I got released. You got released. November, no, October 30th of 1997 is when I got picked up. Okay. But my case is actually from 95, but I went on the run for two years. You know, they couldn't catch me, so. <laughs> I got caught in 97. So, so let's. It's a big old story behind my, my that, but. No, I, I definitely want to get into that, man. I, you know, I read. Uh, the notes, shout out to Shan, shout out to Michelle, shout out to everyone that's been providing notes and all that, and we went through it, man. But before we get into what's <clears throat> going on, tell me about your childhood. Well, my childhood is is, is, is like any other childhood of, of when you come up in an impoverished neighborhood, black man, black child. Mm -hmm. it, 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 it follows the same script, you know, you... you the old the old schools are the ones you look up to. Mm -hmm. um, pretty soon you they teach you they 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 run you around and you soon before you know it you become what you envy and what or what either what you envy or what you despise. Mm -hmm. You become that person you know who the the hustlers, the gang bangers. Well, it wasn't no too many in Miami. When my age when I came up, we didn't have a lot of gangs. We just had sets. But um, it's about any it's the it's about any other story. Impoverished, you know, broken family. Not my family wasn't broken, but the streets raise you. In so many words, you know. The old coons they raise you, and I can't say um. I started off early being bad, so you know it wasn't hard. It wasn't easy to influence me, you know. Um, I think my, I think I probably in school, I started basically fighting, you know, doing a little juvenile stuff. Mm -hmm. All of us get, well not all of us, most of us get stealing, um, robbing, um, but the robbing didn't start till later on when I got probably like in junior high school. Started robbing, you know. In Miami, we had this big thing about um, tourist robberies. Okay. I don't know if you ever heard about it, but in, in the eighties, tourist robberies were big for young for young cats like me. So I came up robbing tourists, and um, I think I might have um, like in nineteen eighty seven. I probably was like 19 years old. We had a high-speed chase, me and my friends, and had a had a was a fatal accident, and like I lost three of my friends. And instead of that stopping me, it kind of made me even wilder. So, so real quick, you know, when I when I I like <clears throat> details. So before I get into that story. Tell me about your home, though. You know, mom and pops. What did mom do well, my, with pops around? My my pops was wasn't around, but I had a stepfather figure. Okay, where was your father? My father, my mother left my father probably at a. At a I was young. I, mm -hmm. I I count now. I never knew him. Okay. As a father, my stepfather's but I knew as a father. Okay, so you never have you ever met your real father or no? I met my real father, but I never really considered sure. him as my father. My stepfather was. 
who I seen there most of the time. I, my my father was, that's your daddy, you go see him. That okay. type of thing. And I might have seen him a couple of times. But far as parental, I received that from my stepfather. And what, what type, how was he as a parent? Was your stepfather a good parent or was he rough? He was rough. He was a big guy and he was he was rough. And I think when you when I look back on those days, I didn't think he was rough intentionally. I think he was more so rough because he was raising this family that wasn't his and he kind of felt in some ways that he wasn't appreciated. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And kids can be like that when they're young. You're not my daddy. You know what I'm saying? So I think in the midst of him raising us and being involved with my mother, he may have, he may have gotten that type of response from us and that made him kind of rough on us. And as children, I don't think we understood the, the impact or effect that may have on someone that's not your father, but rape, but in love with your mother, and has to accept you because he's accepting your mother. So we don't see that. You know what I'm saying? At least some of us don't. You know what I'm saying? But I, my brothers, they was really rebellious against him. I'm not, I'm, I, when I look at me, I don't think I was rebellious against him to the extent they were. Mm -hmm. I think he kind of took me in more so than him, but it wasn't like a father thing where he sat down and, and would talk to me like a child. It was just, we was cool. Yeah, you there for me, I'm there, I'm there for you. That's how it is. Mm. But as far as sitting me down and giving, and giving me the rules or the, or, the, or the the comfort of a father, you know, you're going to receive your son. We didn't have that. But putting food on the table, um, keeping a roof over your head, that was there. And what, and what happens is, if a man accept a, if a man accept a woman, and she have other children, that's a hell of a burden and, and accept a, a responsibility he's doing. Facts. So that says a lot about who he is. His character. His character. Got it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and you ain't gonna find too many men. Especially my mother, my mother might have had five children when she met my stepfather. Mm. And they was and they rolled out for years. Probably like 30, 35, 30, 40 years. Both of them passed while I was in prison, but my condolences. Um it's an it's an amazing thing. And what happened was I kinda like adapt that same that same quality that he had because I met a woman that had several children and not and but her children and and, and our relationship wasn't like my stepfather's children and us. Mm -hmm. And I think that has a lot to do with too the, the kind of like, you know, different time and and that that type of thing. But 
Was he was he nice to your mom? Fairly so. I mean, <laughs> yeah, he was nice to my mom, but I, I can't I can't recall ever recall the time I ever seen him and my mother fighting or arguing. But I know he was a street guy. Not I mean street guy meaning not like hustling street, but you know did his thing with women. You know what I'm saying? But my mama was old school. She was one of those mothers. As long as he, as long as he taking care of us, she didn't care. As long as the bills is paid, none of that mattered to her. You know what I'm saying? And and I, I guess rightfully so because being in a predicament, I don't know if you would call it a predicament, but from her, from a standpoint of having children, you you might accept some things or tolerate some type of behavior. Understood. Understood. That you would normally do if your circumstances were different. You understand? So I guess I think that played a major role in her kind of accepting a lot of behavior that she may have, she may have otherwise disagreed with had the circumstances been different. Did and that's, and that mm-hmm. goes with anybody. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We evaluate um, our responses based on our, our circumstances. And only a, only a thinking person would, would, would take that type of approach. If you're not thinking, you would go ahead and just make a decision and then probably regret making that decision later on because it wasn't, it wasn't in your best interest. If a man is sitting there trying to raise some children that's not his, it don't make it right for him to go do what he want to do behind yeah. your back. True. But um, he may have some type of um, guilt or feel some type of way about him being there. Yeah. And he knowing the children not his. And I'm speaking and I'm speaking from my set, my set of circumstances and not nobody else's. Let me make that clear. Understood. I think I think like I told you, I think my, my stepfather, when I look back on it, I think he had a lot of his issues came a lot with us not really treating him like the a dad. father. Got it. With the respect. The father, yeah. So he so he did his thing. Fuck it. So he called. He used to come on. Sometimes he used to be mad. He'd say, "One day I'm just leaving this shit. I'm gonna leave all you motherfuckers." But he never left. You know what I'm saying? He never <laughs> left. Michelle, Michelle, you Yeah. He. What was his occupation? Well, he was a. Um, he worked for. Um, a waste company. Got you. What was the name of it? Like. Um, Garbage truck driver back in the day. They made they made pretty good money back in the day. Yeah, I know. I heard. So, so if if he was if he was in a home, um, did the what made you go to the streets? The lack of love, you know, uh, because you guys didn't have respect for him, so you can't blame him for not showing the love that he he probably didn't show because you said that we didn't really respect him. Well, show he, him the respect. He showed. He showed. He showed love as far as. As far as being there, but when you're young, you don't understand that. You can't. You can't make a differentiation on what he's giving you. You just see him there. You know he's not your father, so you know certain things he's not supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. you think him from a child. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, go. Yeah, feed me. Yeah, give. Yeah, put this roof over my head. Yeah, give me clothes. But when it comes to you putting your hands on me, you're not my daddy. True. Mm. 
and that's and that's and that's and that's and that's coming from a child's understanding. Mm. It's dead wrong. But when you when you understand in life and you feel like someone and someone is putting some type of uh, um pain on you for not for not doing your chores, when you know when that's when that's the right thing he's supposed to be doing, a child in the in the child in, the, in you know, adolescent mind, he's gonna say, You're not my daddy or you're not my mother. That's that's their first defense mechanism. And that strikes to the heart of the parent who's sitting there doing all what they can do for this child to hear them say that. Now when I got older, I, 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 I found myself starting to appreciate him more. Understood. But I don't know if by that time Maybe too late. It was probably too late. The scars of, of, of hearing that maybe had sunken too deep and you you ain't gonna never you know, you never gonna that's never gonna go anywhere. You can't put that genie back in the bottle. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's released now. And it's gonna forever it's and I know it's gonna forever be on his mind or her mind. You know what I'm saying? That, yeah, I remember one time you said that to me. So, of course, there's going to be a, a, a separation. Yeah. So, as far as, so, as far as having a, 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 a parenthood in my home, um, it wasn't like my, my mother and my father, they was always working. And we came up in the projects. So, the projects, you know, a lot of people look over that with projects and, and, and really don't give it for what is the true value of what projects mean. What does projects mean? What project mean? You asking me? Yeah, I'm asking you. No, I asked you first. Okay, but a project mean, it's simply what it means. It's a project. I got it, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But we look at it as the projects. As far as different buildings. As as far as the terminology. Yeah, I got it. But when you look at the definition of project, it literally means a project. Understood. It means... You being you being a part of a project about social scientists. Mm. Social scientists develop these projects all around the, uh, America mm-hmm. to to study and they and they can determine the outcome of of, of you and me that that's being raised in these impoverished neighborhoods. Projects. That's why they call projects. Don't ever, and, and law we, they teaches us never overlook a word. Every word means something. You know what I'm saying? So when you go to the definition of a word, if you look up, look up project. Let me look it up? Yeah, look it up. Sure. And when you look up project, the scientific definition of project is what's really happened when you, when you hear the term project being used around America. So read, read project what it tell you. Okay, the definition of project is... An individual or collaborative enterprise that is carefully planned to achieve a particular aim. Uh, a government uh, subsidized housing development with a, a relatively low rent estimate or forecast on the basis of present trends or data. Hmm. That's it. That's right. So if you go. So when you go to school. You have, you don't you remember your your teacher telling you I'm gonna give you a project? I remember that. You have you take that project and you have to kind of figure it out. What it means. 
what make it what makes it function. And when you figure out what makes it function, you got to determine what is outcome from from whatever you don't determine. What I mean, um, what makes it run? You got you got to figure out the end result of this of this project. Meaning, if I if I have a project, I got to figure this project out, and I got to write a summary of it. Mm-hmm. We have social scientists in America, and when I say social scientists, these social scientists, um, they can determine the outcome of of, of you. Simply by building, creating these situations all across America where you live. Understood. They call social scientists, and that's and that's what they that's they that's their job. They're gonna put you in the projects. They got these projects. When I coming up, we had the high tops. Across from there, we had the flat tops. Down okay. the street, we had Skagville. And all in that area was nothing but projects. And we and we use that term project as as a sense of endearment. My projects. You hear me, song. But not realizing that we're, that but not we're all real, part of a, 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 a experiment, a, a bigger, a bigger experiment. Yeah, understood. That makes sense. And if, and if you, and if you, and if you, when you break the science down, and I'm not really breaking the science down as, as it should be because I, I really haven't studied there in a while. But when you really break the science down, you like, God damn. You won't never look at that word again or use it in the, in, the, in the sense that you used before. In, in in a sense of endearment, I agree. Because now you realize what your what your life has been to to the powers that be for all those years. You realize that you're just a pawn. Yeah. And so they can determine. They call pipe. It's called a pipeline. Social scientists. Social scientists is was is 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 um that that body of people that can determine how many people in, who's going to make it to prison, who's not going to make it to prison, who's going who's gonna to be unemployed, who's going to be on drugs. All this comes from that project. All these um, determinations come from, the, from out of this project. Who's who going to go to prison? And all of these, who's going to be killed? How many going to be killed? How many is not gonna be have a job? How mm-hmm. many is gonna how many is gonna have children and, and leave them? Mm. All these subjects is being is being determined in this project. And you sitting there and you're a part of it and don't even know it. So when I was young, when you when you when you go back, if you not if you don't have that 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 family bond. And it's not to say that you ain't got you can't have it if you have a, a step parent because you can. You can, yes, it's a you, fact. You can, mm-hmm. but you got to have that family bond to understand these things. And they, and, and when I was coming up, it's you know we 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 like we like barely a hundred years out of slavery right now. Mm. Slavery was slavery was like in the 1600s. We in the 2000, 2020s, so we might be 104 years out of slavery. So when I came up, we wasn't that we wasn't even that close. It was it was you know, civil rights movement had just stopped, which was in the 60s. The 70s, heroin was, was starting to make its approach in in um, rural I mean impoverished cities. Mm-hmm. 
drugs has always played a major role in in the in, cities in poverty cities yes so um when you look when you look at all these vices that's that's putting it putting these projects you can you going you going to see it's going it's going to take more than a family to to get you up out of there Mm. They got they got they got an old saying in the old days where they say it takes a village to raise a child. child. Yes. So if you just thinking you can do it on your own, you may you I mean you may get some leeway, but I mean you you got to have you got to have your neighbor looking out. I mean we used to have that when we was when we were young, but now I thought it was a Caribbean thing. Nah, well, what's your what's your background? Your ethnicity? I'm American. American. Okay. People so think they, I'm Caribbean because I get because of my hair, but I grew my hair in prison. <laughs> no, no. So, so that's the thing that was said. It takes a village to raise a child. That always was said. Yeah. Even in the in the black homes. Well, we got to get off this village. We got to get off this Caribbean because all of us when they when slavery came, you know, we all came from one place. I agree. They yeah. just dropped us off and and and. In the islands, that's just that's just how they dispersed us. I agree, but we all from one family, one one one, one line. I got it. L- let me ask you a question, real quick, because you know, you go in and I respect that. You have knowledge. Um, as a child, you were aware who your father was, but you didn't really rock with him. Is that what you're saying? That you didn't rock with your father? Was he not? Somebody who you wanted to look up to, did he not carry himself? Like, was he on drugs? Was he my father an alcoholic? Was a, my father was an alcoholic. Got it. But my my when I say I knew my father, I probably knew him later on in life. As a toddler, my stepfather was there. But you know, you I mean, there's there's a part of your life that you don't kind of remember. The part that you can remember. That's where you pick up from. Exactly. You know what Got I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, I can remember my mother telling me, um, that's your dad over there. My brother's telling me, that's not your daddy. Your dad is over there because they was older than me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But my father was, now my father was abusive, mm. which I believe was one of the reasons why my mother left him, but I don't know. She never, she never but I knew he was abusive. You know Based what off saying? of what? What did you know that from? Um, my brothers and me used to talk about him. And um, you know, when you're a child, you 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 hear things. People think people and people think when they when your children are young, they don't hear and they don't see. They don't understand. Yeah, got it. It's true. But when you when you're young, the motherfuckers see everything and absorb a lot and of they information. Everything. Mm-hmm. I got my my wife right now. Got her granddaughter, which is her my stepdaughter. She got a little baby. I'm talking about everything she do, cause a sis, everything you do, and she ain't but one. Everything you do, she gonna try to do it. Emulate it. She gonna try to do it. And and there's a lesson behind, and she's not the only one. That's just how children is. When children is, when children are born, they born into a new world. Mm-hmm. Everything, they exploring. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They touching. That's that's what they're doing. They're exploring. You thinking they being bad, but they don't. They haven't really grasped the concept of being bad, bad or right or wrong. They just exploring. 
and you applying your adult mind to their child mind. Mm. Stop that. You don't you're not supposed to do that. Nah, she don't know she's supposed to do that. She's exploring. Mm. She exploring the world around her. She see all this shit around her, and she don't. And she just came from somewhere, and she want to know what it is. He or she want to know what it is. So when you when you see when you see her doing that, it's there's there's a there's an approach. I mean, you as a parent gonna try to protect her because you know she's putting herself in danger, danger. at mm-hmm. times. But she don't. But she don't understand that concept. She don't know. Yeah. So don't scream at her. And don't work yourself up because she gonna she gonna do that until she can start developing her um, some senses, some sense of what she's doing, mm-hmm. and then she gonna stop. You can be the devil you want, and she that'll make her stop. But it's not the right way. Yeah, it's not the right way. So like like when you back on what you were saying about ch- children, you know you hear things. You know I mean I I I sensed it, and um. Sensing it because when did you go around him? If you understand what I'm saying, like when did were you able to see him for you to sense it? Because was it a situation that you know coming up, you know, a lot of the stepfathers don't when they get into the house, they don't care about the daddies being around, you know. I mean, I don't know how it was back in the day. My dad, my 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 father never came around, so with my stepfather, like I say, my I always knew my my um. Stepfather's father. I never knew my father being your father. Yeah, my my blood father. Biological. Biological got father. it. Got it. Got it. Got it. I never. Re- I can't. Re- I don't remember. I don't recall him ever being there. But I. But I recall hearing. So so, but he never. He never came around the house while your stepfather was there. He never came around the house. Absolutely right? not. Because your stepfather wouldn't have it. No. So you ever spent time with your father at all as growing up? Did you ever go to his house? Did your brothers ever see him? Well, we went by we went by his house, but my father he wasn't you know it was just like go over there and get fifty cent, and he you know he sit up there and drink all day. It wasn't it wasn't oh, a relationship at all. No, nah, it wasn't. It no wasn't. knowledge. He didn't drop any knowledge on y'all or nothing. No, nah, man, my 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 knowledge came from the old school. I wrote I wrote about one in my book called Donnell. Mm-hmm. Donnell was a, was an old cat. He used to sit me on the back porch and and talk to me about everything. You know a guy saying? in your neighborhood. Yeah. So <clears throat> you're going through this, but you go to the streets like at, at a young age. What what at what age do you get your first taste of the street life? Meaning what? Whatever. Whether you say you know you say you was in a, what caused the how old were you when you had the high speed chase? I was old then. I was probably about <clears throat> twenty. All right, so let's go back. So when? Okay, so as we say up north, when did you first get off the porch, go outside, become active? Whether it's selling drugs at a young age, whether like what were you doing at a young age that would be deemed uh, not uh, young age doable? That sounded crazy, Michelle. Pause. I probably, I probably, I probably. Um, you mean like crime? Yeah, whatever. Because fights always. I mean, me. I started. I used to fight a lot when I was young. But as far as crime, I might have been probably eleven when I first started really committing crime. And what did you steal? Yeah, I used to break in cars. Um, 
We used to go to school and um, we had this, but that was late on. But I used to go to um, school and I was still a purses, all the white teachers' purses. Yeah, I was I was roam the halls. If I seen if I if she went to that bathroom, <laughs> I'm going there and get that purse. And what did you take out the purse? Money. Yeah, well, I need a purse right there. So, you're young, you're getting into crime. Um, you started off, you started off stealing, petty thief, petty thievery. Um, when did things take a, a a crazy turn for you as far as, like, you started to get arrested? What made you get arrested? When's your first arrest? You know, actually, to be, to be honest with you, my first arrest was for something I didn't do. Tell us about it. But that was later on. Oh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that was later on. But before I before I um I think I think I might have moved out of the projects when I was probably like eleven. Okay. We no, moved we moved out fam, of Brown. The whole family moved out. Yeah, we moved we moved from we moved out of Brown Sub and moved to where my mom's house is now. And when I moved over when I moved over there I started I met another Set of guys my age, and that was kind of like the the a, a, a turning point in my life because these guys, even though they wasn't in the projects, they was bad as hell. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, they was into they was into more more constructive behavior, destructive behavior than I was, than I thought I was. You know what I'm saying? More, but but destructive as far as like stealing, yeah, more, like stealing. more violent. Yeah, like more like still in violent fighting. You know, we, they was more territorial. You couldn't come in the neighborhoods, and um, at eleven. Yeah. Yeah. So, when I when we moved, I think I went to a school called Harvest Man. Like a year after that, and I started meeting all my friends, and. They were the first one that that brought that idea to me to um, snatching pocketbooks. That was like that was in the '80s. So we used to go to the red lights and we would stand for the red lights for the express where we get off and we would wait to see tourists, white people, and we would um, we would get them. Take, how how was it back with white people and black people back in the days in Miami? There was a real. Um, Distinction between black and white. Blacks, blacks, and whites did not get along. It was, you know, it was it. And back in that era, you couldn't be white and get caught in in a black neighborhood. Really? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Would somebody get hurt? Absolutely. <laughs> That's yeah. a question you were supposed to answer. Yeah, absolutely. Um. I think when I was around, I think this was May 80, we had the first McDuffie riot. I don't know if you ever heard of McDuffie riot. But no. It was one of the biggest riots that supposed to happen in um, this country. Well, a insurance man got killed, beat by some white police officers. And it was a big, big riot for about, <clears throat> it probably lasted about a week. What was that? What was that you can ask it. 
That's your phone? Yeah, don't worry. I mean, you can answer if you want. Nah, you can't answer it, man. We in the middle. Just, we, press the button if you can. That's the, yeah, just press the button for him. Miami Rise, yes, I see. Yeah, my, they, my, eight, it's known as the 80 Riot. 1980, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Where race riots that occurred in Miami, Florida, uh, starting in earnest on May 18, 1980, following the acquittal of four Dane County Public Safety Department officers in the death of Arthur McDuffie. 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 Okay, a black insurance salesman. And Marine McDuffie was beaten to death by four police officers after a traffic stop. After the officers were tried and acquitted on charges including manslaughter and evidence tampering, a riot broke out in the black neighborhoods of uh, Overtown and Liberty City. Riots continued to May 20th, 18th death, 100 million property damage. Wow. You, 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 you was around for that? I was young though. I mean, I wasn't in to that. That um, to the extent of how you know what happened, I was kind of like stealing in. I mean, we had a store on the um, corner. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was when you see these rides now. Um, I think Miami back in that time, that's it's, it was it was one of the roughest. They was walk, man. They was. They had some like they had caught some white people. They had them cut their head off, and there's some there's some guys still doing time for those riots, right now today. You mean cut their head off? It was it was one guy. They was cut cut his head off. And they was walking down the street with it on the pole. Yeah, that was a rough ride, man. No. All right. Give me a second. All right. What was the death rate? The death rate was about 18 deaths and an estimate of 100 million in property damage. Uh, the Miami Rise. Calculate that up. Calculate that to the day. Were the deadliest since the 1960s and remained such until 1992. 1992 was, I think the next one was there was uh, Riots. Rodney King, right? Most yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So why did they beat him up, though? I'll read it when I so so you beat them up. You mean you you, you actually they, no one is thinking it's just a it's a race riot. Understood. You know, you're not thinking it's not a question of why, it's a question of um you feeling like you've been um being mistreated. No, what I'm saying is that why what was the reason for attacking Mr. Duffy? They just stopped him. And they beat him up. Well, one 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 thing about it is you got to understand the same thing happened in, in 1980 is happening in 2020. What was yeah. the reason for anyone um that's the, the the senseless killing that's going on right now today? It's a lot going on right now. So the 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 problem is 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 not so much the officers that's killing the blacks; it's the policies that's that allows them to do it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. We have to we have to understand black being considered black we ain't gonna never we'll never get no respect. I, I I try to tell people black is not I don't I don't believe in black race and the black and the white race because when God created you he didn't he didn't create no separate race he just created you he, it was one race 
the, the, the term, the concept of race didn't come in until the 1700s, but I guess that the first scientist was, I think his name was Joanne. He created that concept of races. Mm-hmm. And then races evolved from there and was broken down from, from, from into five categories. And the Caucasian race was the last race upon amongst, the, amongst that category. The black race was the first race. So when you go, when you go, when you, the, that term black has a, has a racial nexus to it that's, that's way deeper than what, what you, what you, a so-called understand. Mm. You understand it. That's why you think you, that's why you consider yourself black. You're not overstanding it. You know what I'm saying? As long as you understand something, and you're not, when I tell you again, I always look at the words. If you understanding it, then you don't have a full grasp of it. Yeah. Because you understand it. You got to understand what's happening. Mm. Black, black is, 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 if when you look at the word, the term black, if you want to overstand it, it's, it's, it has a it has a, ra- a racist nexus to it. That's way deeper than what you believe, because everything associated with black has a derogatory um, definition. So when you look at when you look at this this black definition of they gave us that. They gave us this this black uh, description of ourselves. We don't. We didn't. We didn't give ourselves that. You know what I'm saying? And like I say, that concept didn't come in until until a, a, a Caucasian created that concept. You said that. You know what I'm saying? You look it that. up, Joanne. Look up it's his name. Look, all you gotta do is look up um who created who created races. I think it was in 17. Can't remember. I think his name jo- Joanne Fraud. Joanne Fraud or something. He was the first one to create the term of races. Yeah, Joanne Frederick uh, Blumenbach. Blumenbach. Okay, now read what it say. I mean, I don't, I don't see it, but they're gonna tell you. 1972 to 1840. Uh, he, you know, that was his life. Uh, divided the human species into five races That's right. in 1779. Uh, later founded on uh, Crania Research, Crania. which is dealing with the head, the human skull, yeah, and called them the uh, the Caucasian race. Wow, how you know that? Learn that in jail. You got some knowledge, man. No, it's not. It's not. We have a we have a term in Islam that say you have to study yourself to be approved. One of one of the one of the biggest things in, in my life was that my life had to get taken away from me, for me to be for me to be forced to reflect on my life, and and which ultimately I concluded that I had misappropriated my life mm. for all those years. So just understand that for a second. So it had to be taken away from my you. life had to be taken away from me, in order for me to be forced to reflect on my life. Which ultimately made me conclude that I had been misappropriated my life, mm-hmm. which caused me to be in the predicament that I found myself in, which was with them thirty years. Did you understand that? I understand that. So just imagine you appropriating your, your if you had a million dollars, what would happen to it? If you had a million dollars, 
and you had everything set in your life, if you start misappropriating that million dollars, one day you're going to wake up and you ain't going to have shit. That money going to be gone. Facts. And you're going to be forced to look at back on how, how the hell I how lost this money. It? Yeah. And everybody going to be been telling you, man, you blowing money. But you ain't going to be listening to them like everybody was telling me or you got or you're self-conscious. Man, you're doing wrong. But then until you're going to hit rock bottom when you've been misappropriating all that money until you're going to be like, okay, damn. Now you force to try to, to try to rebound off that money. The rebound to get back that man is not going to be that easy. Not, not at all. It's not going to be that easy. Just like it's not easy for me now trying to read back and get my life together after I done been down 23 years. You know what I'm saying? It's, 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 not, it's not an easy thing trying to create a new and better version of yourself. It's not easy. So... Yeah, I'm gonna be mindful of what I'm saying. You started being in the street, and and this time, you know, started off as stealing, and you know, but you went to you got incarcerated for being set up basically, or like for you know some as we call work, but as a young kid. You were outside, you were doing, you were stealing. Um, did you start selling drugs young or you waited till you were an adult? No, I didn't start selling drugs till, shit, I was way in my adult. Like when I started selling drugs. <clears throat> so you were just stealing? That was your thing? Yeah. Robberies? Robberies, yeah. It was like breaking and entering robberies? No, I, didn't, I didn't break no end. Most everything I did was robberies. Just like take the pocketbook stuff? Yeah, I used to snatch pocketbooks, and then I, until I started robbing more. Robbing for real, robbing. Yeah. Okay, but you never got incarcerated for those type of things. But I went. I had. I caught. Um, a case on robbery before. Like, like I said, my first, my first charge was a burglary of a dwelling. Of a what? Dwelling. Burglary of burglary. Burglary of a dwelling. Burglary of a dwelling. What's that? With assault, it's it's with uh if you break into somebody's house or or whatever it is and someone is there, mm-hmm. and you rob them, someone is dwelling that occupied they occupy, you know what I'm saying? It's called a dwelling. Burglar of a dwelling. If if I if someone come in here and we in here, it's um we occupying this dwelling. So that's that's like a that's like a it's a violent crime because but, you have you have the intent to commit harm if someone's in there. But what? What brings your mind there to take it to that level? Like, what 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 is that trigger to, you know? Cause do, is it because you kept getting away with robberies that you want, or did you want more? No, I said I, that that first crime I didn't commit. You did say that, yes, very good. That was a trick question. Caught you, very good. You caught me. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was very good. Yeah, yeah you said you didn't commit that. Um, but did you get it? You got arrested for it. Did somebody tell on you or? Nah, this. It was one day, I was young, one day I was um, going to a basketball game and, and somebody had them got robbed in that area. And when we was riding over there, they, the police seen us oh, and they pulled us. And they took our pictures and they took it back to the lady and the lady picked me out. It was me and, me and, a, me and my friend, which God bless the dead, and she picked me out. And they knew the lady was lying because the lady was the lady had some kind of way she had done had trying to get some type of um, insurance reimbursement. 
Mm-hmm. So she needed somebody to blame. Blame. And I was the one to blame. And what made it so bad about it was back in that time, you had a thing back um, where we would plead guilty to a certain crime even if we didn't do them. We just wanted to get out of jail. Mm-hmm. So what I did was I had them been sitting in jail for like three months, three, four months. And when they came to me with a, with a told me to plead to probation, Shit, I just played guilty because I didn't figure like it would, it would mean. You don't want to, yeah. It would mean nothing. Then I, shit, you know, that that same crime followed me all the way till I got to the feds. That same one that you didn't commit. So, what, okay, let's, let's fast forward. At what age did this high-speed chase happen? What age was this? I think I was 22 when the high-speed chase happened, 22 or 22. So, between, uh, <clears throat> uh between that situation that you just talked about to 22, have any major incidents happened that was major? What you mean, like robberies? Anything. Anything major in your life that happened? You know, um, did you lose a friend? Were you a part of something that, you know, did anything happen? You know, because I know you said at 22 you lost three friends in that accident. Mm-hmm. But did anything major, did you go, did you do a juvenile bid? Did you do anything, you know, or? Nah, um, they let me out on there. That, and that was, shit, that was, I think, well, what happened was they let me out and told me I had to go to um, Job Corps. So they had Job Corps back in the day. Yeah, they, yeah, of course. They sent me to Job Corps. They wanted me to go to the Army, but the recruiter wouldn't take me because the crime, they said, was too, um, they charged me as an adult. Mm. And um, so I had to go to job corps. If I were to complete a job corps, they would allow me to go to the army. That was that was part of one of the deals. I mean, but I got up there and started fighting and got kicked out. Oh, I thought you ran away from job corps. <laughs> no. Nah. So, what? T- tell us a story about what happened with the guys, the people that passed away that time with the, with the with the high speed chase. Tell us that story. Well, we was out robbing that night, and um, you take every you just robbing. That's your thing, gay. Yeah, I'm listening. Yeah, we was out robbing that night. Actually, we had actually we was we weren't supposed to be out robbing that night. We was just supposed to be out stealing the car. But we was we had done got tired of tired of snatching books. We wanted something big, so we had a we had a we had a lick for um, Wells Fargo. Bank? The truck. The truck? Okay. But one of my friends wanted, didn't want to wait. So we figured we'd just go for a little ride. What we call it, Ben Acona. That's what we was called. That's Ben One. What does that mean? Ben Acona mean, you know, you just want to ride, be, ride by and check things out. And if you scope, see, scope. Yeah, scope things out. Got it. You're going to bend the corner. If you see something, you do it. If not, we're going to bring it on in. So we were just supposed to just bend a corner, bend a few corners. If we don't see nothing, we just going to bring it on in. And um, I can't. I don't remember the accident because I was, I had, I was unconscious for like a week. But the last I remember is us pulling off. And the next thing I remember was like 10 days later. They, all my friends were dead, and I was, I was um, in custody. That's all you remember. You don't remember like what led up 
to it. You don't remember what led up to the chase, why you tried to get away. You don't remember that. You yeah, I, remember, I knew it was a robbery because it was all in my report. Oh, it was a report that happened. Nah, I'm saying this. It's in the. It's in the when they when they arrested us from the accident. I knew. I I knew from there, but I don't. I don't. I don't remember. You don't exactly. remember physically. Yeah, but I. But I. What I read was the police had got behind us, seen us coming from the airport, with our lights off, and he was just. He didn't know what we had done, and he was just stopping us to tell us our life was off, and mm. we shot off from him. And went head on with another car. So, two of my friends in my car got killed, and somebody the car we hit was killed. Did you? Did anybody? But you wasn't the driver. No, if I'd have been the driver. I'd have been dead. Actually, to be honest with you, I was supposed to be the driver because I was I was the most experienced driver. Mm. But my my friend, which is I call my young brother. His feet was was bad because he had ran his feet had got ran over in the previous robbery, so he couldn't really run that good. What? Yeah. So he was like limping. So we told him he wanted to drive and, and we was gonna do everything else. But it didn't turn out. So you woke up, did you would you wake up with handcuffs on your on your arm? No doubt about it. And what was the outcome of that situation? Well, they um They was talking about charging me with felony murder at first. But I think the people who had who we had to, who we had robbed didn't want to have anything to do with it because they thought enough had done happened already. Mm. And I wasn't they say I wasn't fully competent to stand trial, so they the the um the state threw it out. What did they find in the car that you guys took? The purses. From the airport. Two big white purses. The people were from New Zealand. So your friends passed away. Um, that must have been a big blow on you. I mean, uh you're the only survivor. Um when when did because in your story that we read that was in the paper, it was between you and the officer. Um, but I'm not going to get into that yet. Um, when did, How long it took you to heal? Because you was unconscious for how many days? Ten days? A week? Yeah, it might have took me like... It's me to heal from... I, wasn't, I didn't really um, have no physical... You just was unconscious? Yeah, I was just unconscious. I'm out of... Um, I went to prison for that too now, but I didn't go to prison for that because I was on probation for the. Remember, I was on probation for the um, the burglary that I didn't do. So they violated my probation based on that and sent me to prison for like four years, but I ain't do it for like six months. So I kind of like healed while I was in while I was in prison. So. In some of the notes that we were reading, um, it said that at one point in your life you were robbing uh, drug dealers. Yeah, that's correct. 
you were really robbing, like, was it strong arming or robbing, like, not giving? You ever seen a drug dealer get strong arm? No. Okay. Don't ask me trick questions. <laughs> I mean, but Dib, how you ever seen a drug dealer get strong arm? No. So, I just got to make sure, man. I got to make sure that you know yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, I know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But sometimes, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not, when I, when I started robbing drug dealers, I wasn't a petty robber. I'm not gonna go on the corner and rob, you know, and try to rob no drug dealer. I don't rob corner dudes. You rob, yeah. But how how do how do you get into that? How does that happen? How does that? If you if you a dope addict and you start smoking and you start smoking um, less effective drugs, eventually you're gonna start doing more heavier drugs, right? You okay. you pursue things that you figure like they're gonna give you the, the biggest gain, mm. the greatest gain. You know what I'm saying? So if you if you Red Bull. If you mm-hmm. um if you on if you a boo if you drink booze, eventually you're gonna start you're gonna look for a bigger high. True. You know what I'm saying? If you if you if you in the streets, you're gonna look for whatever you think that's gonna bring you the biggest gain. So um when when with respect to robbery Every every let's let's just let's just be clear about something. A dope dealer, there's there's really hardly no very little distinction between a dope dealer and a robber. You know what I'm saying? Let me listen. They dope dealers just rob differently than a, than a, someone else who's more brazen a robber. You may have a dope dealer. He might have somebody else set you up to get robbed. He might not be doing it. That's true. You know what I'm saying? But he may have you. He may have his friend do it. Oh, he may have you robbed with him, and then he gets his money back. Yeah. So, the game is slimy. But I want to know why you got. I want to know how you made that transition because you did give me the examples of when you start things as like a high, right? Because. Um, how I'm looking at it is that, and, and cause we, shout out to Michelle for the notes. You were. Who is Michelle? This is Michelle right here. I'm trying to fire her. Shout out to Michelle. <laughs> you were, you were, you were trying to, you know, you go from being unconscious and hopefully you learning your lesson, but you didn't learn your lesson. You lost three friends. There's three people. Two friends and, and the passenger or somebody else that died in another car. Um, all this happened, but then you still go out there robbing. And now you're robbing drug dealers. See, you got to understand. And you don't have to understand. You, you, I mean, because if you understand, you ain't really understanding nothing. You, But when I was in the accident, it was really like I wasn't in the accident. Mm. Because I didn't remember, remember. anything. Got it. So that it wasn't, it didn't have the effect on me. Got it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that, and that's not, and that's not, and I'm not bragging about that, but that's just, it's just something that I didn't, it, I didn't. There was no lesson for you to learn. There was no lesson because I didn't, I didn't really feel. No, I didn't have a a, a mental connection to what happened, mm. and I didn't, and I didn't really even accept my friends had been, had been gone until a long time after that. 
it's a, it's a strange thing. A memory loss is kind of strange, especially in a kind of setting like that, because even though so much had transpired back, back then when it happened, I missed it all. I missed the hurt. I missed the pain. I missed the funeral. When I woke up, it was, it was like 10 days later, 7 to 10 days later. The funerals had them been gone, and mm-hmm. I couldn't even remember what happened. I couldn't even remember how they, what happened. So I used to go back and try to remember, but it, it didn't do me no good. I used to go back to the, to the scene with the accident. I used to go to the medical examiner's office, and I used to look at the picture and see what I can, see what I can find, connect anything with the Nothing. Rest. I couldn't remember anything. So they, they, sent, they used to send me, when I had the accident, they sent me to a couple of psychiatrists, and one of the psychiatrists say, used to tell, explain to me that that part of it I would never remember. And he didn't explain to me why I had to go back later on in my life and, and, and learn how, why that's, why that's so. And it's because the brain blocks out certain trauma. Yeah. In you, it's even like with Bert, and, and and I'm gonna get back to. Let me just ex- explain this. Yeah, listen. Bert, when we ex- when we experience Bert, we come from a different another plane of of, of exist- existence. Understood. And the reason why we don't re- remember that plane of existence is because the trauma that we experienced in our mama through Bert, the brain blocks that out. That trauma blocks that out, and every and everything you remember from beyond that. Because the, because the brain is is more the brain is more more has a, has an intellectual intellect about itself that it protects you from you because yeah. it knows if you see certain things certain things you would go crazy so it so it wipes that part of your brain out and makes it makes <coughs> you makes you makes you um um. Well, it makes you you can't you don't you, you can't remember it. It's exactly. like it's like a blunt force. Now, when you get hit by something, you ever if a person get hit, it, it, you got to remember it, they they might go out for a second. Facts. See black. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when they come back, depending on depending on the duration of that time, or they blank out. That blank out point period of time is is that brain shutting down because they don't know what's happening. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Now it might wake back up in that split of a second when it when it realizes the trauma wasn't that severe. So in an accident like that, that that trauma, when it when it hit, it it, it blanked everything out. Mm. And I can remember it. So this is why you wasn't attached to the this situation. Is why I there was no lesson learned there. So you kept on with your life of crime. And I knew it. I knew it from a standpoint of of um, knowing it was wrong, because I knew as, as I as I as time went on, the reality of what happened started to sink in more. But at that time, did you have a crew back then? Were you with a crew? Yeah, I had a crew, a mean crew. What was the name of it? No, nah, not they didn't have a name. Oh, just friends. Yeah. We just had friends. I, like I said, we didn't have gangs in Miami like that. We just had neighborhoods. You know, Got it. You, so you, you knew you knew not to come in that neighborhood because certain guys was over in that neighborhood. But how how much drug dealers you you would say you robbed? 
can't put them on a lot of them. A lot of them? Now, are we talking about running? The, I just want to get a understanding of, you know, when I read the notes. It says I say about a handful. Like, is it like, yeah. is, is it like, <laughs> that's two hands. Yeah, two hands. <laughs> is, is, is it like running into a spot or like, you know, is it those robberies or is it like waiting till they leave? Is it, you know, and did you come off with a lot of money? Sometimes. But every time, you know, some, some a lot of robberies was come from, um, like I told you, like drug dealers, all drug dealers rob. A lot of robbers come down from like drug dealers. Would would put you up on licks. So a drug dealer will put you up on a on somebody else to get. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And sometimes try to get rid of the competition. I don't know if it's competition. I mean, I don't know what's what be going on there here, but you know, in Miami, it's um, it's the dirty south. You know what I'm saying? Everything going on there. In, in the drug, and when you're selling drugs, um, you become you you susceptible to getting crossed. Everybody is there. It's like everybody crossing each no other. No honor amongst thieves. Nah, no honor amongst thieves, and that's and that's. If you believe you got an honor monster, then you in for a rude awakening. Did you're you hear? Mm, sorry, ahead, yeah, yeah, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, you tempting fate. You think you when you have when you rely and trust on somebody in, in that type of world, in that type of profession, you tip you, you tempt your own fate. Did you hear about convertible Bert? You ever heard of him before? Were you around? Did you know him back in the days? Yeah. Yeah, I know convertible Bert. In fact, in my one of my books, in, in my book that I write, oh, nah, in my book that I write, I all like the all the names that of the, back in the days, I use as characters. Understood. Were you friends with him? Yeah. What type of friends? How cool? Yeah, how cool? Sounded crazy. How cool? I know. How? Cool I mean, just, you? just. I mean, we never hung out. That type of friend. But you guys were aware who each other was. So. But you know Converta Bird from? Are you the one answering the questions? Huh? I said, where you know Converta Bird from? Are you the one answering the questions? No, I I know him. Yeah. I know him. um, We were supposed to interview him. Like a while ago. Yeah. Sometimes last year. But it didn't. It didn't go through. Um. Boy, I heard his name in songs and stuff too. Good dude. Yeah. Convertible bro, I heard his name in songs. Um, you're robbing and all that stuff. You outside carrying on. Now. How much time you've been incarcerated? Because you said you did six months out of the four years, that means the rest of the years you were on probation. How much time have you been incarcerated before you did the you got the locked up for the big crime? That was it. It was just that the accident one. That was it. So what happened now? I need you to tell me that story. The story I read is that you, a cop, you were set up. I don't know. I don't, I'm going to keep it real. Like I read the story. It's right here. If you think, because this is what, when you see me look down, this is what mm-hmm. we have your, your whole name here. We got the whole thing here. Despite you, for real, seriously. But. And I saw the paper. I saw the article. 
You was outside. You was, you was in the article. But what happened? with Who was this cop? Who was he to you? Where did it stem from? I need the whole thing. You just read it. No, I want to hear from you. Come on, man. The, the cop The cop was No, no I want to hear from you, man. I'm going to tell you. The cop was a, somebody <laughs> I went to school with. You went to school when you were younger? Yeah. So was he a robber like you guys or no? Nah, he wasn't a robber. So he was a good kid. You give him, you give him and say, yo, flip, he was a good kid. Yeah, he was a good kid. Okay. I might have ruined his life. Or his life might have already been ruined here, but he didn't want to approach me. But anyway, you got to understand, police are humans just like any one of us. Facts. He, he, he went to school with us. With me, rather. And... <clears throat> Um, one day, I think I was I was leaving the I think I was leaving the car lot, and he seen me on the expressway and blowed me down. And when I pulled over, we was just you know just bullshitting around like, "Boy, I heard you're a police now." Like, "Yeah, man, but well, I need to be doing some of that with y'all, getting some of that money like what y'all get." You know, bullshit, just bullshit like that. I said, "Well, you know." I mean, what you what you got on your mind? He said, well, come see me. And that's how I kind of like started. You know what I'm saying? Just a little, you know, trying to fill each other out. Who got it? What you trying to do? What you trying to say? I think I think what happened was we had just my homeboy had just bought a, a Mercedes and and um, he took his rims off. And he wanted he wanted those rims, so we was giving him the rims, and that's how this conversation started. He wanted he he had a little maximum back then, so <clears throat> he would um when I first met him, not first met him when we first talked, he was like, man, shit, man, you know if you if you you know I know how I know how the game go. So if uh, let me know, man, if you if y'all if y'all need to do something. You know, shit like that. You mm-hmm. just be boys. I'm like, man, you don't want to do nothing, man. Stop yeah, yeah, we playing around. Yeah, yeah you police, you, yeah. Yeah, you, you police, man. Man, <laughs> shit, man, I, man, I, I ain't know, man. I, I, I'm outside. Yeah, 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 I know. I know that old school talk. Yeah, so, come on, yeah. That's kind of like how it started. And uh, it, 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 I mean, he, he, he wasn't the police that long. I think he had really just got on the force. I don't think he had been on for no more than about two, three years. But um, greed to take any man down. And he had a good profession. He was getting officer of the year. Um, but it wasn't enough. So ask me what you want me to ask me about, because I don't really know what you what you. I want the story. I just I, well. <clears throat> no, you can't. You didn't just tell me. You, you you paraphrased it. You said that greed would take any man down. And the people don't know what I read. You know what I'm saying? The people don't know what I read. This is the notes that I read as far as Read that. some of it. Let the people know. Nah, I'm not reading it. That's not how we do up here, man. Nah, man. You got to tell You gotta tell your story, OG, man. You got to tell the story. I don't know. It probably is just, is a, is a, you know, is a upsetting or something. But because you probably could have, you know, you like a guy that reflects a lot. Nah, it ain't, it ain't, um, it ain't upsetting. It's just, you know, we did a, a few capers together. Oh, so yeah, so yeah, work. So okay, so see, that's that's why I was confused. That see, I thought it was just particular situation because he got he, the outcome was him with him, wasn't the same outcome with you. Now, what I thought in my mind, 
was that did you really think that he was part of a crime or he wanted to do a crime or do you think that he was put in position to set you guys up? No, I think he was put in a position to set set me up. Because what happened was <clears throat> to get back to how the how slime in the game is. You remember, yeah. Somebody set me up and kind of like got him involved. So he kind of like, on that on that cable, he was like innocent. You know what I'm saying? They was really after me, but they, but they, but they, 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 in trying to get me, they got him. And when they got him, he, he turned around and, and came back and got me. You know what I'm saying? Okay, let me explain to you. He was, he was, he was corrupt. He was a corrupt, corrupt guy. Yeah. So, to, but, but, and I'm sorry to cut you off, Griff. OG. The thing is, <clears throat> sorry, because you know, I'm very, and this is, yeah, ain't no problem. Something with was wrong with us up here, and flip the script. Like we like too much details. We like to know, you know, you know. Some people tell a story, yeah. they like, flip. What you want to know? I like details. Like, all right, we saw him. We saw him at the thing. We tried to trade rims. Then. We started doing some petty crime, not petty crime. We started doing some things together. So, was it licks together? Y'all was doing, or he was giving, he was putting you on and stuff. Like he would let you go. Like, no, it was it was licks. He he wasn't he wasn't he wasn't like that. He was kind of he, he had that he hadn't even been on the force that long. Yes, you said that about two you or know three what I'm years. Yeah, he only been on and and I kind of like he we, he kind of like I kind of like introduced him to the game. Mm. But through his own undoing, you know what I'm saying? It's like when he came along, I was like, damn, I can use him. You know what I'm saying? So we went on a few cables together, but we had an agreement to not really mess, not really coincide each other. We see each other on the street. So one day we sitting out, we sitting out, me and somebody else sitting out in the, in the, in the parking lot. In, in front of their house talking. And he ride by and see us talking. And he stopped. And he called me to the car. And I go to the car and I'm like, man, what you want? And he said, man, you ain't got nothing. Man. I, need, I need some bread. So I tell him, man, I'll holler at you later. So when he pull off, the dude who I'm sitting in the, in the, in the yard with, well, you know him? I said, yeah, I know him. So when I leave, we go to talking about well, how long you know. I said, man, I went to school with him. So when I leave, we talk, we chop it up a little bit more. This is an older cat. Respect. When I leave, he go in and call the feds on me and tell him I know police officer. That's how my whole case began as a public corruption investigation. Wait, wait, what? The, oh, oh. the guy in the car with you, the OG, called the FBI on you? Yeah. What what he got out of that? Well, what anyone um what anyone get out of it? They got they 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 working or some um some some beyond con contingency fees. So he I was a CI. He was a central informant. And you weren't aware of that. Mm -mm. Okay, so he called. So and you told him not to do what you told the cop not to do that. Mm -hmm. You told him when you see me pass by. So when you went to the car, were you aggravated? Were you did you sort of like what's up or? Did you... If I was, I didn't I didn't express it. Okay, but when in your wasn't, wasn't in your mind, to. in retrospect, do you yeah. think that you 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 didn't appreciate that? 
I don't know if I didn't appreciate it. It, it, it back then. It, it, it didn't really matter one way or the other. But I mean, I, Got you. I had told him that, but since he had done it, it, it wasn't like I had no nothing ill about him doing it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Cause it was just shit. I mean, in in, in our neighborhoods, it, it wasn't unlikely that we that we might know a police officer. We all grew up together, so some of them might go be a police officer. You know who they are by name. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's nothing um untoward by because you because you might know a police officer. But when you're doing these robberies, what are you doing with the funding? Like what what are you spending on? Well when 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 back then, shit, you know, I call up in life. Clothes, clubs, jewelry, same old story. Yeah, jewelry and stuff, cars and stuff, women. I'm on. I can't. I'm on live. I can't be talking about women. I'm. I got women in my life. Yeah, women in your life. Yeah, but I got a woman in my life. Oh, yeah, slow down. Don't get yourself in trouble, <laughs> OG. Because I ain't gonna help you. Yeah. I ain't gonna. Help. So, so okay. So you were caught up. Not caught up. I just tried to get you. So he does that. The CI called the feds. What happens next? The CI. Because um, they start opening an investigation on you. They open a corrupt. Well. When when some when they they don't just open it up right then, but when someone call in and, and give get the feds your name, they kind of like investigate it first before they open up a full fledged investigation. So they might they might call the state. See, one I was trying to explain to somebody the other day, the feds have no jurisdiction over anything that goes on in in inside the the state. It's called interstate. Okay. They have no jurisdiction to mess with anything that goes on inside the feds, the, the federal government is protects the land, protects you, the, protects America's citizens from foreign threats. The only way they get jurisdiction to um, deal with, and with interest state is they have to go to the state first. So what they'll do is they go to the state and the state will give them permission to investigate you based on whatever, whatever. Evidence they, they presented. Yeah. So now what they do is once the states get once the states give them that that permission, they go and they start their investigation. And what happened was the informant that initially called called them mm -hmm. on me came with a fake deal about he knew somebody coming from another part of a city was supposed to have a, a large sum of drugs and money. So when he when he tell me that he he he, he and I don't know he's he's doing what he's doing. I said okay. I said yeah. He said yeah. All we need is somebody to, to you know get to, to put them in place to get the to, to do it. So I said okay. I got somebody. So I go call him, the police. Says well you you need some bread man. I think I got some for you. So when when I after we set everything up after I set everything up between him. The guy that's coming down turns out to be a fed, fed officer. So, so the police pull him, thinking he's a thinking he's a he's a drug dealer, mm -hmm. but he's actually a fed. So, so, so wait, 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 wait. You were. Hmm. Where you where you stuck at? No, I'm not stuck. I'm just I'm just envisioning something. 
So, there were a couple of, so, 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 because you had said something earlier where that the, the Fed, that the, the officer didn't, what did you, you said something earlier about the officer did not know, um, or did not, may have not intentionally, initially, uh, try to take you down. Remember, you, you said that earlier. So I was just trying to figure out. So the CI, the one that called the police on you, he put you on to some drugs and money that's coming in. The CI that was in the car with you. You called the officer. And when you called the officer, he, you guys just needed the officer to be, what, the front man to pick it up, or you guys were going to rob them? No, the, the officer going to pull him. Pull him over? Yeah, and, and you know, they call him like a fake stop. Oh, you was, you was in deep. Yo, you had some, see, why you hiding? Like, I'm about to get at you. I like <laughs> this guy. Come on, man. Why you hiding the story, nah, man? I'm not, you, you, I don't know. You got to ask what you want that want to know. Nah, why you hiding the story, Ruby? You know, you had the whole enterprise, and you don't want to say it. Like, I know you changed your life, Mr. Griffin. I know you changed well, your we life. We're going to get to that. We're gonna get to the change. The change. I am gonna we'll get to. You can't. You can't rush the. You can't uh, okay. rush the great. I am gonna okay. get to that. That's gonna be the final, the closeout. Okay. Okay. We gotta get to the change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Change. And I can tell that you change. And I can say you don't like to. I can. We can tell honestly. Like it's like really pulling teeth. You yeah. know what I mean? You don't like because you like you have a message and you're not one of those guys that glorify it. That's why I respect about you. Because you really have me. You know, I mean, it's late, but you have me in interested because you're talking about different things and overstanding and understanding you were dropping some knowledge. But I still, I'm still a person that likes details of certain stories. That's just my character. Mm-hmm. You can't paraphrase yeah, me. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to sit here all yeah. day and ask you. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I you know what I'm saying? That. And we're going to get to the change and I understand because a lot of people don't like because of your experience and, you know, what you've been through and what you've learned. I can tell you a man with knowledge because you learned and you taught and, you know, but, and people that go and change their life around. I notice that when it comes to the past, they don't really glow. They don't go for that because they don't want the, anybody that's watching or seeing them to know that you are, uh, what's the word, uh, co-signing that or, you know, you're putting that on a pedestal. But it's, 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 it's not only that, it's that once you come into an enlightenment about something, Respect. you kind of like want to leave that, that, asp- that, that, part of your life I understand where it is and I understand what you're saying because I, I expect I expected this would happen <laughs> yeah you know what I'm saying so it's not like <laughs> I'm, I'm blaming you but I, I I mean I should be more prepared because I I mean I know we had to go through this first so let's yeah but yeah, yeah. it's just the thing of, I know you want to I know you want to talk about the change I see yeah. the growth trust yeah. me I can see it because it's like it's like pulling teeth man like yeah. You had a whole string of robbery. Like, you was a guy booking stuff, but you're just saying it. Like, yeah, you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You, you were robbing people. Yeah. And then you had a whole enterprise with a police officer pulling over drug dealers. You had a whole shebang. Yeah. But you're not saying that. Like, you're just like, yeah, it was just, you just, you know, what, what yeah. you did. Can you just tell us, you know, are we going to get to the change? The change is going to be the closeout. But the officer, you called the officer. To do the, the the stop, pull. the pull. Now, the person that he was pulling was an FBI agent. Yes? 
So it was a double whammy. So now what happened? Don't you know? Don't you know? Don't you know? Um, don't none beat. Don't none beat the cross by the devil cross. Don't none beat the cross by the devil cross. You ever heard about the 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 scorpion, the turtle and the scorpion? No, I never heard about the turtle and scorpion. Well, the scorpion, the turtle told the scorpion, um, they take him across the pond. Or was the snake one of the one of them? And the and the turtle said, Nah, you just gonna sting me. See, whatever you do, whatever you do in life, mm-hmm. if you if you reaping benefits in life from from or spoils in life negatively, it's gonna it's gonna come back on you. I don't give a damn what it is. It's gonna it's gonna in the in the end it's somewhere it's gonna bite you. And that's what happened to me. I didn't realize it then, but I I had them been doing all that underhanded shit. And I was I was so caught up in life and so and 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 doing what I was doing, I didn't realize I was being crossed at the same time. Were you were you would you consider yourself a grimy person at the time? Yeah. So you was grimy. Damn right. You would set people up you knew and everything? No, no, no. If you was in my immediate circle? No. No. Got it. But anybody that... Yeah, you was fair game. Because that was part of the game. Yeah. So, let's get back to the double whammy, the double cross stuff. So, that happens, but what happens next? Did, did the FBI agent let the officer know that he was an FBI agent or no? No. What happened was... Remember that when they... Well, that story said what happened was <laughs> when um the guy that set me up was was at me, but they got him. I'll, let me see if I'm explaining it right. They was at him, but they 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 wanted really me. Yeah. But they but they figured the only way they was gonna get to me was it's to flip him. Was to flip him. Got it. You know what I'm saying? So they went after him first, as opposed to going after me, because they knew they couldn't come to me like that. So they went after him. But the only way they they figured like they can get me was they had to they had to get him to to, to approach me with with what he you know what I'm saying with the law some to get me tangled up. So what happened when he when he when he pulled the police officer, he didn't know this, and this is why I say he 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 didn't. I Keep can't forget because he didn't know what was going on. Understood. I I I got him crossed up with respect to because you called him because I called him. Got it. And I supposed to have been sharp on my game to like I like man what's but I'm so but I didn't really even want nothing out of what was going on. But I just knew he was fucked up. My other homeboy was mm-hmm. fucked up, mm-hmm. and he was and he was kind of like fucked up. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to just do something. Connect just, the dots. Yeah, connect the dots. Let them and let them. Get what they want out of that, and I end up, you know what I'm saying, not paying no attention to him, and he all the time got he fuck he trying to get get me knocked off, and I got him knocked off, and he, and he might have thought this nigga done got me knocked off. You, I can I can only imagine what was going on in his mind when they when they when they when they pulled him over, and he seen the same police that he thought was a drug dealer, come and tell him, come on man, you you know you pulled me man and went and took me downtown. And had me sitting in the hole and said, man, I'm an FBI agent. So I can imagine what was going on through his head. Thought you got him. Yeah. So he came back. So he came back. Or he, he, he thought I got him. 
but he had he knew he blamed he had he had had me had to um give me some type of responsibility for him just fucking up his life. Now now he can't be a police officer. All these credentials that he had achieved while he was there for those years, going down the drain. You know what I'm saying? So the best thing he gonna do is he gotta try to save his ass from saying from going to prison. So he come to me, like, I think it was like two or three months later. And I kind of knew something was wrong. I'm like, this <laughs> motherfucker, man, where you been? <laughs> nah, man, I've been laying low, man. You know, the last thing we did, man, you know. Because it wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't near about what he had done told me it was. That was another thing. It was supposed to have been like four keys and, and like, I think seventy thousand dollars. It wasn't. It wasn't near that. So he. So he was mad because it. It wasn't near that. And he, but he was all right. Cause he knew what already what was going on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm. So I'm sitting home one day, like three, four months. Don't pass. I'm like, what is this motherfucker at? I don't see the motherfucker around there who don't set it up, and I don't see him, and he just pop up one day. Yeah, man, I got something for you, man. I'm like what? What you got for me? Man, we, I, I had to pull this dude over, man. He had like, like 10 bricks in the car. And man, let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you, God, honest truth. Man, everything in my mama, I knew something was wrong with this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it, man, but I just, but that greed. I'm like, God, man, I'm thinking to myself. He said, man, I, you, I know you know what to give. I said, man, I don't want that shit, man. I said, man, you know what I do, man. What am I gonna do with all that dope? Mm, stick of kid. Yeah, I don't, I don't, what am I gonna do with that? But mm-hmm. he knew, but he knew better. He knew if I, if I, whatever, even though I was doing that, I can, I can get rid of it. But I, but I knew everything, everything in me told me that this nigga something ain't right. But I couldn't, I couldn't see because it was him, and I knew him. He lived right in the back, the next to me, mm. right on the next street. In fact, my sister-in-law told me, nah. When it was a drought around that time, wasn't no dope out. So I said, I got a trick. I said up one day and I, I thought about that shit all night. I said, I gotta get this dope from this motherfucker some kind of way. So I said, I got it. I came up with an idea how I was gonna get it. I said, man, I, he called me around. I said, man, what you want for the dope? He said, man, I want like, I think keys was like 16,000 back then. Mm-hmm. 15,000, 16,000. So I said. No, it, it was uh, it was 18,000. For some, for y'all, it was 18,000. Okay. Griffin offered to sell the drugs for. Oh, okay. Okay, that's what you offered to sell it. Okay, good. Yeah. Sorry. So 16, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see it. Sorry. So I said, um, okay, man. I, I get it from, but the, my thing was, I had in my mind, I knew it wasn't the feds. Because I knew the feds didn't really, I felt like the feds didn't fuck, wasn't fucking with her because of what I was doing. Oh, I'm saying, I'm, I'm robbing dope there. They feds ain't, they, they fucking with big people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was on that false illusion for number one. And then I said to myself, I said, I know, I, I got it. You gonna rob him? Nah, I said, I'm gonna rob him, but I'm gonna go there and I'm gonna just get the dope from him. I ain't gonna take no money. If he give it to me, they, they can't say I took it. Cause he giving it to me. That was my plan. I ain't taking no money up there to him. 
I'm gonna just go up there and I'm gonna, and I'm gonna just say, okay, but just you know, I, I ain't got no money, man. Just give it to me. And if he didn't give it to you, you gonna rob him? If he didn't give it to me, nah, I wasn't gonna rob him. But I knew he wasn't gonna, I knew he wasn't gonna deny not giving it to me after he done came way up there to give it to got me. Got it, got it. He was gonna. And, Plus, we had a relationship. He was gonna, he was gonna give it to me, even if regardless, regardless, got it. So I was playing on him, and banking on him, and banking on that, which I knew he would. Cause I went up there, and I like, man, I ain't got no money, man. Now you want to give it to me? I'm gonna get rid of it for you. That was, that was my thing. So like, man, nah, man, damn, man, you making, you, you killing me, man. I said, man, what you wanna do, man? <laughs> <laughs> you want to you want to get rid of or you don't want to get rid of? Fuck it, man. I, I, that's it. I'm gonna get rid, get rid of. I want my money now, Marvin. I said I got you, pretty boy. Soon as I got in the damn car, I mean, yeah, just pulled out of the parking lot. County got behind. I had somebody else drive my car. I had a Q45 in. My whole world crashed. I knew, I knew right then that I had done got set up. If I had the dope in the back seat, it was too late for that. So they pulled, they didn't pull us. They got behind us. Some kind of way they had, they had a miss. They missed their turn, and we was riding up 27th Avenue. So we got on the expressway. They got behind us, and I told my. I had somebody driving. I told them to pull over. So we got off the expressway. And when they got out the car, they walked right to my door. I'm like, why these motherfuckers walking? I'm thinking, why they walking to my motherfucking door? I'm not driving. So when they walked right to my door, they I, they tell me to step out. And as soon as I step out, one of them grabbed me and put my locked my hand around and put me in handcuffs and tell me to sit in the back seat. So I said, I'm thinking to myself, I'm still thinking, I still ain't figured out. It's him, yeah. Yeah, it's you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to play, play it to the end to see what's going on because I'm, cause my, who I got driving got licensed. So they put me in the back seat and they're looking around the car and the bag of dope is sitting in the, sitting in the back on the floor. So I see an officer looking down, he look at the bag and I'm like, damn. Soon they put me in the back seat when I see him go to the car, I put the, I put the cuffs in my front. And now I'm watching. There's a police right here at the front door, and there's one at one at the um, car, car walking around. Mm -hmm. So I'm watching, but they don't have a cage on the car. So I'm watching the I'm watching the police, and when he pull around to the side, to the other to the driver's side, he asks the he asks um, the driver to get out, and the other officer go in to the other side and pull the bag out. And when he pulled the bag out. The dude who was with me started running. So while they started running, now they trying to run him down. I jump over the seat and I start kicking the door, kicking the passenger door with both my legs. And it flew open. So when they realized I'm coming out the car, I was gone. With the handcuffs? With the handcuffs. How you got it off? I saw them off. So I can find somebody and they saw them off. We saw them all together. So how how long you was in the run for? Two years. How did they catch you? I was tired of running. They really I was I just 
I was tired. I didn't feel like shit. I, I feel like I was in Miami. I had no left town, but I came down one time for the World Series game. What? Which was, which was in Marlins one time. Hold on. And um, what you just said? I came down for the Marlins, but I ain't really come down for the Marlins game. But I, but I was over there. OG, chill, chill, stand down. Bro. I'm telling you, I tell you man, I was over there with the Mars game and the police pulled us. I was tired of running, though, man. That's, that running, running ain't no joke. Cause you got, you got to keep hustling. Did you, did you end up? Um, did you take it to trial? So you blew trial. When you say blue, mm-hmm. that means you were found guilty. I think took the trial, or you just pled had a plea deal. Nah, you don't you don't plead you don't plead thirty years, but blue. But I had an entrapment defense. I had an entrapment defense when I went to trial, and what happened was, they took the entrapment defense from me. So, I had that when you're in entrapment defense, you have to admit that you commit the crime, but that you were entrapped by the government. So it's like a it's like a two prong thing. Once you admit to it, um, the jury has to the judge has to get a jury instructions that if you find that the government played a role in him and that person incarceration, um, yeah, mm-hmm. not incarceration and committing that crime, then you, okay. then you have to find that he was entrapped. And when in, and when you're entrapped, you got if if the government come to you and induce you, which was the 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 court admitted that it, that I was induced. That um they got to find you not guilty, even though you you committed the crime. Okay. So once the judge, what what happened was the judge knew I was gonna win. And the judge took the took my defense away from me. So what I was left with after I, after the judge took my defense was that I committed the crime. The judge never gave the jury the instructions that I on the trapping defense, and you know why. Because the same judge that had sentenced me for the probation in the state had moved over to the feds. Bad luck. I don't believe in bad luck. Sorry. That was that was supposed to happen, basically. Yeah. Got it. Okay. I don't believe in bad luck. See, because... I'm going to just step right here for a minute. We can go back. <laughs> I like that the about thirty you. years that I that I was that I was sentenced to, and the twenty three years and two months that I that I did on them, was a fate that was put on me that I couldn't deter. Respect. So whatever was gonna happen to me, I don't care if I were to kick the scream or however however. See, that's when that's when you, when you say bad luck, you you understand this shit. You know what I'm saying? When you when you look at when you look at the overall picture. The shit I was doing, the life I was living out there, I couldn't last. Remember what I told you? It took for me to lose my life, for me to be forced to reflect on my life, which ultimately made me determine that I had been misappropriating my life that caused me to be in the predicament that I was in. Mm. So... It's, it don't have nothing to do with bad luck. Respect. Yeah, I mean, at, at the time when you're going through it, if 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 I believe if I believe that, then, then 
See, we see we all of us got a job we got down here to do for God. Mm-hmm. You got to you got a duty, whatever you whatever you might think it is. You got a duty. So, if if the the judge being the judge coming down from the state into the feds, it that, was meant to happen. It was meant to happen. I understand because that judge was about probably the only one was gonna save my motherfucking life. By by think by she thinking she's destroying my life. She ain't did shit to me. I'm straight. But took some years away from me. What I'm trying to understand is that takes time to learn, right? No because, doubt. Because you know when we when we when we're living that life as young ones, or you know, in our heyday, as you could say, um, we don't think like that. But that's that's time when you reflect and learn and overstand. You know the uh, not really. Is it like appreciate appreciation appreciating the cause you were dealt? If you understand what I mean, like meaning the cause you were dealt in life, you know, um, appreciating it really, or understand. You don't like to use the word understand or overstanding, you know, um, how to go about. I guess. Being in tune with oneself, like being on the right path, like so, the cause you were dealt as a kid or as a young adult, you know, if you there's two paths you can go, you know, there's some people that go the right path and some people that go the wrong path, and the ones that go the wrong path, a lot of times they don't take accountability. You like you took accountability, but they don't take accountability until something happened in their life, like whether it's jail or someone close to them or whether they have close calls, right? And the ones that do take accountability, when they reflect, they say that, you know, the, the cause that they were dealt, um, there were different routes to go, but they chose to, I don't know what make listen. All that's bullshit. Think so? You know what the mistake is? No. You, yeah, if you're saying you ever, that's bullshit, I don't know what a mistake is now. You, okay, let me ask you. Have you, had, have you ever made a mistake? A lot of mistakes. I made okay, mistakes. How, where would you be without making mistakes in your life? You ordained to make mistakes. Mm. That's what you 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 you, you, you born into an imperfect world. You got to understand that we in a spiritual warfare right now. There's a there's a disconnect between us and our spiritual self. But do you think that when you when you Look at the, I made a mistake. Do you think that's an, an excuse? No, it's not an excuse because, because I just told you, mistakes are ordained. It's what, it's what you make out of the mistakes. It's what you do from there, from that point. You know what I'm saying? You, got, you, can, you, can, you, got, you can turn that mistake into a virtue. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to, you don't have to you don't, the, the mistake that you make don't have to be a handicap to you. You gonna learn from it. If you if you don't if you don't if you don't go certain paths in life, how you gonna learn? We just talked about a child coming into a world. You did. You know what I'm saying? The child is, is exploring. You we we our, our knowledge is for neat compared to God's knowledge. If you if you raise if you raise your child, 
you know you know more than your child because you don't been what he what he been. He don't understand or he or she don't understand that, but you do. It's the same thing with God. God created you. So God know the mistakes you're gonna make. You know what I'm saying? But if, if, and he know if you don't make if you don't make certain mistakes, you can't develop into be certain people. If I don't if I never make the mistakes I make, I don't develop into what I think I am today. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But you could have avoided the mistakes, you right? Could, oh, yeah, but certain mistakes. But you're not. But you're not gonna avoid all mistakes. And who's, True. The, and who's to say the the mistakes that I that I avoid would would not wouldn't wouldn't have been that much devastating to the ones I made. Okay, respect. You know what I'm saying? We don't you we don't know that. You know what I'm saying? But you can't but you can't totally dismiss a mistake or each mistake because it's because you saying because the simple term of it being a mistake. You know, they, those are ordained. We gonna make mistakes. We, 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 you know, we. That's what corrections are for. We gotta correct ourselves. One of, one of, one of, um, the the most um, examples of that person is showing my mistake was Malcolm X. Look at look where he come from. He he made a lot of mistakes, but look she what did. he developed into. I mean, a, 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 one of the, one of the proudest black mans that became a, a model to all to, to a black man that we have almost ever known. Yeah, I agree. He could never be. He couldn't. I don't say he couldn't have never done it, but if he didn't make mistakes, he wouldn't. Have... Yeah, he, he those mistakes is what made him what made him that ultimate character that he was. You know what I'm saying? How how who who gonna who gonna who gonna accept him or anybody for 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 uh, a point that they reach? If they don't see that struggle, you got you got to see that struggle first. For, for most people, not all people, but the, but the, but if if you're trying to get a point across, the best point is going going to be from if I'm making if I'm giving you an example of the mistakes I made. Where, where does mistakes and accountability come into, into intertwine? Do they ever intertwine? They, 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 if if you not if you don't if you don't ever if you don't ever um, intend to grow, then you ain't gonna never account. Be have no accountability. Okay. But if you intend to grow from your mistakes, you gonna you gonna have some accountability. I did what I did. You know what I'm saying? Do I have some regrets? Of course I do. You know what I'm saying? But but from 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 those from that walk of life, from that walk of life, while I was deep down in that mud. Guess what? I could have been anywhere else. Out of all the life and death uh, encounters I had, God could have easily took me away. Mm-hmm. So when y'all, so when everybody was thinking I was this slimy, this slime ass nigga, and I was doing all this, guess what? But you was though. You admitted you were. I know that, but guess what? But guess what? What? I'm listening. I'm listening, OG. God seen something better. True. And I hate to bring and I hate to bring that into the equation, but ain't, ain't, there's no good, there's no good, no evil without 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 God oversight. Okay, you know what I'm saying? So while while you may have been, while the next person might have been thinking this this pull the mic closer, just pull the mic closer. This way against this way about me. God had a different path for me. The same as you do for you. You got a big platform here, which which is I which I love because you give me an opportunity, and you are gonna give a lot of brothers an opportunity. That's that's a that's a, it's a platform that you got to make the best of, 
and you're gonna give you're gonna give a lot of brothers like me uh, an opportunity to, to 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 express themselves. But you but you you don't, that's not coming through you. You know what I'm saying? You taking responsibility because the id takes control of you. Oh, I did this. Nah, man, ain't you? I was riding. I was riding down the street one day, just recently, and I was telling. I was telling somebody. I said, "You think if you go, if you think if you travel down a path, and you run into somebody that's 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 hungry, you think you just going down that path because you just going down that path. You that that's what you think." You don't know God testing you. He gonna test you. He, he's constantly testing you, just like the devil constantly testing you. If you if whenever you whenever you say you're gonna do something positive, you know what the devil say? Oh, you is? You think you is? Okay, I got some trick for you. As soon as you say you're gonna do something positive, as soon as you wanna do a, a some positive in your life, that that voice creep right up in your ass and he tell you, nah, you ain't gonna do nothing. And every kind, and every type of way he that that, that voice that he can influence you to prove that you're wrong. He gonna do it. You are gonna hear it. And as soon as you do it, you ain't gonna hear that voice no more. You are gonna say, "Damn, you you gonna be the one feel guilty." That's true. You know what I'm saying? That 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 self accusing spirit gonna be all over you. So when you talk about a mistake and accountability, mm -hmm. if you don't intend on making, if you don't intend on making, um. No correction in yourself. You just continue on going through life making mistakes. No, nah, you ain't gonna never have no accountability because you don't think you doing there ain't nothing you doing wrong. You don't have no accountability. You ain't growing from shit. You you just you just Lauren Hill said anything not growing is dead. So if you ain't growing from your mistakes, what? How you living? You dead. Mm. You ain't physically dead. But you, but you, but but there's a but there's a symbolic symbolism of of of, of death in you because you ain't, ain't you ain't doing nothing constructive even even by your mistakes you ain't learning nothing from them. So we all gonna make mistakes. Yours may not be like mine's, and mine's may not be like yours. Understood. But that's just how it. That's just how. I mean, we we different. We have different responsibilities in this in this life. God put you here for a different reason. He put me here for. You know what I'm saying? So, so wait. So, <clears throat> that's it. I appreciate that. That was dope. No, I do. I mean, that would be, you dropped some knowledge. Um, you know, a lot of us, we look at life, we try to avoid making mistakes, right? But like you said, no one is perfect. You know, you're going to make mistakes. It's just learning from them, basically, which is what you're saying. Learn from your mistakes because God... You know, what is meant for you won't miss you, right? Is that a good analogy? Mm -hmm. Like, what is meant for you won't miss you. You know, um, the journeys you go down is already written, you know. God has a plan for you, and certain things you put in these positions to see how strong you are and, you know, how you will come out. You now, let's go back to you. You went on trial. They took your defense away. You end up getting found guilty, right? Um, the cop didn't get charged or anything. He ended up being free. Did he lose his job? And after that, you go to prison. You get sentenced to 30 years. 
Was it 30 years to life or just, you know? 30 years. Well, life was the maximum. Okay, but the minimum was 30. The, the minimum is <coughs> 30. So the minimum is 30 years. So when you go to prison, do you learn all these, the way of thinking? Like when did the change come? It don't just it don't just come. It, it's it's over. It's over time. You know what I'm saying? It's like you say. It's 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 um um the the time that I spent in prison, I can't I can't ex- express in words what I've been through. Mm. No words can ex- can I, I I can sit in and truly express what I've been through while I was in prison. Prison is a is a is a awful place. And I don't mean awful in so many so in in the sense to say that it's awful with respect to being nasty. It's a, it's awful because freedom is a birthright. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when your freedom is taken away from you and given and given to you as if it's a privilege. When everything, when everything, when you, when you, in, when you in a world on the streets one minute, one week, and then you, and then all that freedom you thought you had is is just suddenly taken away from you, and you put into an institution where um, every aspect of your life is governed by policies and rules and and attitudes. It's a miserable state of being. So, learning, learning, what I, what I, what I, what I learned, it don't just happen. It, it's, it's a gradual thing. You have, you have to go through, it. and I don't wish, I don't wish what I went through on, on nobody. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Even my, even my worst enemy, do I wish what happened, what happened to me? But what happens, what happened was. I couldn't foresee when I first got 30 years, me doing 23 years in two months. Because what they do is, they trick you into believing, they trick your mind into believing and giving you a, a false sense of hope that you won't do the, to do the 30 or whatever the time they give you. Mm-hmm. And they tell you that when they, when, they, when, they, when they bring you in, when you go through orientation, that they, they put you on a hypnosis. Because like, like they say is, well, if you realize you the most smartest animal on earth, if you was to ever, if you went in there and you realize that um, your freedom is a birthright that's being taken away from you, you'll go crazy. You mm. wouldn't want, you wouldn't want to sit there. So imagine, imagine an institution around there that everybody know they're not supposed to be there, running wild trying to get the fuck up out of there. Mm. They couldn't, even, they wouldn't be able to understand. So what they do is they give you a sense of hope. And that hope start the moment you arrive. Because you think you're going to get a bond that make you relax a little. Then you're going to get a bond. Okay, okay, when you talk to the lawyer, okay, the lawyer said give him to two months. That make you relax a little. Every aspect of it, it sends you, it, it, it relaxes your mind and it calms you until, until you, and you go to find your case until suddenly you realize, man, I done did 23 motherfucking years. And all the and all the shit that goes on in, in the midst of those twenty three years, the loss of family, mm. the struggle, 
with 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 with, with everybody it is it's it suddenly it suddenly comes at you at once. So when you when you ask me do do I learn all that once? Nah, you can't learn all at once. You have it has it's a gradual thing. I fought up until the day that I was released. What do you mean fought? I mean like you know trying to get out of prison, gotcha. doing paperwork. So what what made you get out? What was what what the hell? Well, my you my my um. Actually, my release date was was my max out date is twenty twenty seven. My release date from twenty twenty from that was twenty twenty three. But when uh when they when they when Trump signed the um compassionate release, I got on that based on my rehabilitation programs I took and stuff like that. You know, because I don't want to push this, but were you? Angry in jail? Did you have issues in jail? Issues like what? You know, issues like fighting. Or... Nah. The feds. Let me see. When I went, when I went, this, there's a lot of misconception about about prison. And 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 some of it is true, but some of it is not. You 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 can your prison time. You can make out of what you want to make out of. When I first got to the pr- prison, Atlanta, with thirty years. My homeboy gave me two knives. Mm. Because when people think they know you, they ha- they they have an expectation of you. You know what I'm saying? It, so the expectation was this nigga here. We all already know this nigga here. He ain't gonna take a lot of this shit going on. So let me let me just go and suit him up. So he gave me two knives and told me to keep keep one in every time where I, where I be at. So I kept one on the rec yard, and I kept one in the, kept one in the dorm where I be at all the time. So I said, so what what made it so bad was though me thinking me had those knives put a lot of stress on me. Cause now I had to worry about them knives, now I had to worry about getting caught with them. And I was putting a lot of stress on myself that I that, that was unnecessary. Nobody wasn't fucking with me. It wasn't that type of, it wasn't that type of, even though it was a pen, there was tension there, but the tension was was mainly between the the population and the and the administration. Mm. That's where the tension came in at for the most part. As far as the as far as the population, everybody got along good. So I didn't really need no knives. And he knew I didn't need none. You know what I'm saying? But if you if when you go to when you go when you go to prison, you gotta make your mind up when you first enter what you wanna do with yourself. Mm. Do you want you? Cause the same thing that's out in, in the world is in prison: drugs, gangs, whatever you name, phones, whatever you name in there. What I going on out there? Homosexual activity oh. is going on. It's going on in prison. So you got to make a decision what you want to do while you were in there, and that's going to determine how how you're going to do your time. You. You wrote how many books in in prison? Twenty six. You wrote twenty six books in prison. Um, did you meet your lady while you was in prison? No, I had my my fiance when I was before I went to prison. Okay, so she stuck it out with you. Shout out to her. So so you um you wrote the books. How did you get the like? The way that you're thinking now. Can I get get that back, huh? So you, you, you gonna pass me a book? 
Go <laughs> ahead, I'm listening to you. How, how did you how did you get your way that you're thinking now as far as like become cause I don't want to use the word woke. Some people don't like that word. Um conscious of who you are. It's a gradual thing. Like I said, you have to you and, and you, you got to go through shit. You did say that earlier. Yeah, you have to you, this is not gonna it's not it's not gonna you gonna wake up one day and you're gonna eventually be conscious. Mm. You got to study. You got to want. You got when 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 um when God told um, who was that King Solomon mm -hmm. was one of the wisest kings. <coughs> I don't. That wrote, that wrote the um Ecclesiastes. If I'm not mistaken, don't don't. Yeah, well, please don't put us in that. Don't put yeah. us in those positions. You know people gonna kill us, man. No, I'm trying. This is coming from me. But, yeah, but don't, come on. But listen, man. but when when you, when you ask for something, what I'm saying is. If you when you ask for something, you have to go out and you gotta you gotta work for it. Amen. So when so if you thinking if you think you just gonna ask for something, it, it's just gonna pop up and you it's it's gonna be instant. Like we live in this microwave society, it's not gonna happen. So oh, it's it's like a it. The consciousness came from a gradual period that took me going through uh, you know being hurt, being 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 run down. And, the, and you know you sink down so low and you start studying and you start clinging to things like like religion mm. you know what I'm saying and when you get when you go to clinging to things like religion you meet people brothers that's 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 been through what you've been through and and uh, and and are, are able to are willing to pass some some Jews on the same people that you probably should have met when you were young mm. you meet them and you meet that you meet those spirits in prison and they help you along, and they give you, they give, they you study, and you going through things, and the more, the more you going through shit, the deeper you sink into your studying. You know what I'm saying? The more conscious you become, you you start growing, you start seeing life differently than what than when you when you was out there in the world, and now you have to realize, okay, wow, this is what this is what God this is why God put me here, and you hear it in songs, what what how how a God like a solitary mind. You know what I'm saying? You will be amazed if you if you if you got and I I don't want to say or say it, but you will be amazed if you just sit for yourself in a quiet room one day, the voices you would hear and the spirits you would hear come to you, especially if you especially if you have a platform or whatever you're doing. Whether if you if you feed into if you feed into it, you will be amazed at what what would come to, that tunnel that you open up. You'd be amazed. I used to be writing sometimes when I'm writing my books. When I started writing, I would be there writing in my, and I can, and it seemed like I could come, I'd be outside my body, and my hand would be just writing. And I'd be like, damn, where this coming from? I was coming up with ideas after ideas after ideas. I used to be writing a book, and then I'd come up with another idea, and I would have to come over here and write some, like some, some notes. So it ain't, it ain't just gonna happen to you, you got to study. I didn't know shit about writing. All I knew about was robbing. Mm. But when I realized I want when I wanted to write, I started studying writing. The first book I wrote was, I mean, read was uh, Sister Soldier book, The Coldest Winter Ever. And I loved that book so much. I like, I know I can do this, but I couldn't do it just by reading. I had to go study. I studied all of my writing material I could study. Anytime I seen somebody writing, I, I grabbed it. Anytime I seen something about religion, I grabbed it. Anytime I seen something dealing with like sciences, social sciences, I grabbed it. And I and 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 
And when you and when you shaping yourself and when you studying, you you grow you growing in life and things are happening to you. And you 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 don't realize it, but you becoming a different person. Contrasting the person that you were before you got there. Know nothing about I didn't know nothing about Joanne Fraud, about the about Koranian and none of this bullshit. Nice. I don't call it bullshit, but you know what I'm saying? I'm <laughs> I don't know, know about any of this stuff. And I, and like and like my, my wife now tell me, she called me professor. Jokingly. You know what I'm saying? You think you know it all. No, nah, I don't think I know it all, but I, I just don't I don't have a period in my life which is which is more than a hiatus where I where I've been where I've been lonely and I had I had to study. I had to comfort myself. And when you and when you comfort yourself, you know, you know, God God is God is helping you, He's helping you grow. So you have you will be a fool. If they sitting there all that time and not and not come learn. out and show no growth, did that growth that you learned and they did it ever let you reach out to the officer? Did you reach out to him? No. <laughs> not I that like I you. wouldn't. I like you, man. You're funny. Guy. <laughs> No, why you I did mean, that? Why you looked at like that? <laughs> because I was thinking about what you said and, and, that, and why you and when you asked me that, I'm one. I'm asking myself why haven't I? Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's not that I'm looking at like that's real. That's real. Wow. It's, it's, I'm thinking, that. you know, why haven't I reached out to him? I was real. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't. It wasn't like I just got caught right then. You caught me like a. I'm pretty good at what I do. Yeah, I'm like. And he's calling like, damn, why haven't I? But one thing about it is, I haven't reached out to him, but I, I it wasn't like you're against it. You're not against. I'm not, I'm not against it. No. If I if I would be against it, then that would defeat everything that I'm sitting up here trying to trying to um, convey to you. Amen. My, I, I wrote, I got three motivational books that I wrote. One of them called Nightmares and Deep Spirits of Cleaning Towards Good Dreams. The other one called um, Turning Your Faults into Virtues, which is what I, what I got on you so much about mistakes because I deal with a lot of that in that book. Mm -hmm. And the other one called um, The Invisible Man. And The Invisible Man come from the concept, if, if I ask you a question, if you had the choice of two superpowers, to be invisible or fly, which one would you choose? If I could be an invisible or a fly? You I'd had be a two superflies. Two fly? You my man. Why you wanna be invisible? This is leaving me alone. Nah, why you want to be invisible? Nah, it's not me. I, I just want to be a fly. I answered the question, man. Don't ask me. Don't double down on me, man. I know. That's, that's a good thing. I because, know. I'm, because, yeah, I'll be because, a fly on the wall. I, I know. I, I look at the difference as far as a fly. Yeah. I, I, but most people are going to say invisible. Because, but 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 if you would have said invisible is when I would have came down on you. I can't, I don't have no feedback when you say you want to fly. <laughs> If you decide you want to be invisible, I, I would came down on you hard because you're already black and invisible. They don't mm. see you. You know what I'm saying? They don't That's see fine. you. Yeah. 
Mm. When I first, when I referred to ask the question, I chose invisible. Now I'm like, damn, we already invisible. Why would I want to be more invisible? They don't see us. That was fire. That was fire. And that's when I came up with the book, The Invisible Man. You got a book for me? Yeah, I got a book for all y'all. But not you ain't finished your interview, Rich, is you? No, no, no. I'm, Come I'm on, Rich. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you. I'm, you know what? I'm, gonna, I'm gonna, let me just cut in right there. I'm, 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 I really want to. I really want you to um, accept. I'm really, I really thank you for. Um, I mean, I know you say it's like pulling teeth, but you gotta. I mean, maybe. Uh, the, nah, talk to me, man. Maybe the next one. I mean, you know, I, it is. I kind of like feel a little uncomfortable because I want to be. I want to know that I, that I've reached a point in my life. Well. Um. A lot of things that I did that I've overcame, and it's kind of like I can write about it, but when it comes to talking about it, it's different. You know what I'm saying? I can I can see. Yeah, and it's not, and it's, and it's true too. You don't wanna, you don't wanna, you don't wanna leave, give off no no the wrong impression to people that's listening to you. Understood. When you got when you have a platform, to me I I wanna use it. I I used to, I used to sit up in, in prison myself and, and, and dream about opportunities like this and what I what I how I want to talk to people. I didn't want to be talking about um, shit that you know what I'm saying. Um, when I was in my lower self, mm. you know what I'm saying. I want I wanted to show the young people um, what the road the road the stumbling blocks that they had ahead of them. And that how they that they could avoid them if they if they made the right decisions that I didn't have. You know what I'm saying? I had even though I had a stepfather, you got to have you got to have just not a stepfather just for the sake of having a stepfather there. That person has to be in, into into your life. You know what I'm saying? And that person has to know about his own identity in order for to convey your identity to what to make you respect yourself. If he don't, if he don't have those, if he don't have those traits, then he ain't doing do you no good. He's not doing you any good because he don't, he don't, he don't, he. See, most black men, when when they came up out of that sixty era, they they had them been talked to so lowly by white men, mm -hmm. till they didn't have respect for themselves. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So they couldn't, they couldn't, they couldn't teach you anything but not to. But but give you a caveat, which caveat means a warning. Don't never let them. Don't ever get like my grandma to tell me, boy. Don't mess with white folks. The white folks they get their hands on you. They gonna do something to you now. That's what your grandma back then used to tell you. But now we got these grandmothers. That's 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 barely they they thirty years old now. They don't know nothing. They haven't seen anything but a strip club. So what they gonna tell their granddaughter? Or their grandchild. We don't start seeing they don't we don't start seeing a a a, a, a desire for reckoning until we see um one of our brothers or black brothers getting gunned down on the streets. You know what I'm saying? But we got we got to we got to get to a point where as as if you want so called black people, we gotta start looking out for each other, man. You know what I'm saying? So when you see brothers like me or brothers like somebody else, 
that's coming out into the world from these prisons, uh, uh, not not even just coming out of prisons, brothers. And it's some it's some it's some lot of brothers that's coming out of prison that need help. You know how much they gave me when I got out of prison? I was doing twenty three years, thirty dollars. They gave me thirty dollars and told me to catch a cab home when I get to the airport. <laughs> so you know, so the system has already been set up to make me repeat. So but if if I fall if I fall into that, then who fault that is? Now if you read this book right here, you're gonna read by Cabrera Robert. Not in the real sense, but Sweet Prince of the Ghetto. You wanna know about Cabrera Burt? I do. Not the real Convertible Bird. This 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 a character now. Yeah, tell me about the character Convertible Bird. Tell me. Nah, I can't tell you. You gotta read it. Tell me, man. Brother, brother Bird was a bad boy. I heard. Bad boy, man. You never tried to rob him, did you? Nah. When you when you do um certain dudes you respect in the hood. Hmm. Don't do what you respect in the hood. But what, what I was saying, man, you made me forget. Nah, you you forgot yourself. I'm not, because you were talking about Convertible Burt. You started smiling like, you know, this is something about Convertible Burt you don't want to tell me, but I'm going to find out what nah, I'm going to ask you. Convertible Burt is a legend. I mean, everybody know Convertible Burt. That name, that name, um, there's nothing, there's nothing um, untoward about Convertible Burt. Shout out to OG. You know what I'm saying? I, I have, I have, Absolutely nothing at all negative to say. This brother was a smooth brother back in this in this time. Hmm. May I mean when you talk about when you talk about uh the stunt what y'all see today. Brother was bad back then. Hmm. Style, and you know I don't wanna. As far as as. You don't give too much. I got it. Yeah, I mean he was a he was a bad boy. He was he 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 had he had a charisma by himself that that um that was before his time. You talking about a dude that was riding in Rolls Royces in the eighties. I heard. You know what I'm saying? And and ain't never robbed nobody. Not as far as I know, it just got it from the got it from got it from, from the, the mud. Yeah. What are these books you giving us? You're leaving us with? I'm gonna leave y'all with two books. I don't have, I didn't have that many, but this book here is Knock Knock, and this here is Sweet Prince of the Ghetto. Now these books is part of. I told you I wrote 26 books. If you look on mm -hmm. the back of this book, this is a series. All those books is part of the series. The Holy Ghetto. Now the last part you see blank is 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 um damaged goods gonna go there. I wrote that on my Oh mind. hold on man. This is yo What? You see you ain't yo, you holding out, man. What I say now? An infamous gang known as a mercenary siege. Man, that's a fiction book, man. What you talking about an infamous gang got nothing got nothing to do with me? <laughs> sure? Oh, man. Yeah, that's a thing. Nah, I don't trust you. I'm gonna read this. I'm gonna get at you now. Now let me tell you something about this book. Tell me, yeah. 
Let me hold it. Sure. I'm get. I'm. I'm holding a contest with both of these books. Okay. This book here, you gotta figure out who Knock Knock is. Okay. If you figure out who Knock Knock is, I'm gonna give you ten thousand dollars. This this contest is gonna last a year. I'm trying to get everything together now. And in, in this book here, you gotta figure out who's blackmailing worry. And it's and it's the same. Um, if you figure out who blackmailing Rory in here, you get ten grand. And whoever the hundred thousand purchaser of either book, I'm gonna give him a free lease to a Bentley for a year. So if you're the hundred thousand purchaser, I, I already figured it out. You always you ain't read the book. How you figured it I, out? We gotta we gotta compare it to people in real life. Yes. Nah, you gotta read. You gotta read Listen the book. That's what I'm saying. And find, we, and find out who is Knock Knock is in this book. Who's Knock Knock? Mi- this is a mystery. This is a wait, mystery. Wait, hold on. Are we comparing who Knock Knock Are we asking who's Knock Knock is in real life? Based of a real life person? Do we have nah, to? Nah, nah. These are just characters in the book. So I got to I gotta read the book and find out who Knock Knock is. Is it Knock Knock the person that's in the book? Knock Knock is in there. You just got to figure out who he is. So at, at the end of the story, they don't say who Knock Knock is. Nah, you know, see, it's three parts to it. You see, it's two, three, and four. Oh. Uh. Now, this, by, by, when, you, by, when you get to four, you'll realize who Knock Knock is. You might anyway. And when you get to seven to here, you might realize who, who blackmail and worry. All right, cool. Any, any final words before we depart from the people? Been there for... What time is it? Yeah, two hours. Over two hours. I don't even know how we got over two hours. I, 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 I'm confused. I don't, I don't know how we got over two hours. Is, what time is it? It's one o'clock, man. We got to sign up. One thirty. Must be one thirty. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, here goes a shirt, man. I'm gonna give y'all a couple of shirts too, man. Thank you very much. I don't know if you can wear that. I, I wear extra it. large. You can fit in. You gave me what? You gave me two X. No, all on the same size. Here, Michelle. Don't give him. Oh Lord, I, I'm trying to fire her, man. You can't give her shirts. Nah, don't fire, don't fire, Michelle. Oh man, oh come on, not you, man, not you, OG. Don't fire, Michelle. Thank you. Oh, man, no so problem. what does it says? Um, announcing. Uh, so Marvin is Marvin backwards, right? Mm-hmm. Nuram Bookshelf, first annual uh, 2021 Who Done It Mystery Contest when 10,000. She had that. Michelle had that in the notes. How the hell did you find that? That's what I said. We're giving away a Bentley. That's why I was looking like that. I'm about to get she at you. She had that, man. She had that in the notes. That you oh, were yeah. giving away a Bentley. Yeah. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to uh, get all the details out right now. I went to the car dealership yesterday. But hold on. You know, before we go, give out your social media and stuff. Well, I'm on, I'm on, right now I'm on Instagram at Nyrams B. Nyrams B. Which is my name spelled backwards. If anybody confused, let's put an S on it. Um, I'm working on my, my website is theshelf.online. And I'm, I'm in the middle of doing, I'm doing that because it don't really capture the vision that I have for what I'm trying to do with this contest. So really right now I'm just on Instagram. So you okay. can follow me on Instagram. Um, I'm working on more social media with my Facebook page and Twitter. 
but you know it's it's a little hard trying to um put everything together. Don't worry, he'll come together. Yeah, it's gonna come together. Especially, you know? if, I, especially if I keep coming, get, dealing with take take me a picture with Queen Queen's <laughs> Queen's flip. We must, no, we must do. Hold on, I gotta sign out the episode first. Man. Wait, oh, wait, okay. wait. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> yo, so. Spell your Instagram for the people. Your name back with Marvin. N I V R A M S B. From Miami. From Miami, Florida. And how did how did you how did you get up here? Like your son was it your son reached out? Yeah, my son my son reached out to y'all. How did what made him want to reach out to us? Did he tell you about us? Like yo, there's a platform because you just came home last year. Yeah, he told me say uh, well, I suppose nobody because I just came home. I told you his phone's in there too. Oh, you didn't say nothing. You you, you hiding. Then I then I take, then I say everything that's out here is in. Yeah, um, you did say that earlier. But I didn't know. But I didn't, I didn't deal with no for my son. Just one. Uh, Shout out to your son. What's his name? Um, Versace Mitch. He a rapper. Shout out to Versace Mitch, man. We appreciate he gave, you. He gave me. Um, he said, "Man, holler, I'm gonna holler this dude for you, man. He, I think he'll put you on. So he put, he called y'all. And um, I didn't think y'all was gonna come through, but I hadn't been waiting on y'all for about three weeks. Yeah. No, so yeah. I, I require a lot. No disrespect. I mean, you know, when my team hit me up, I get I get on them if they don't if they're not on their end game. You know, we had a lot of people that come up here, right, based off of stories that they gave us. And one guy came up here based off a whole fictional story. For real? Yeah, well, yeah. I had to let him. I had to ask him to leave, based off a whole fictional story, not knowing that we know Cameron and these, like people do that. Man, they they they, like you see you. I could tell it's more to it because you held a lot back until I pulled the teeth. And then you're like, oh, yeah. So now you, all of a sudden you want to admit to having a whole robbery enterprise and having, you had a whole shit going on. But <laughs> all right, cool. But you know what I'm saying? But people, sometimes they do that. So they have to go to the extent. But I, I definitely want to uh, commend you and shake your hand for being patient and nah, coming up here, nah, man. Nah. I really appreciate it, man. I really appreciate your kind words about my team. You know what I'm saying? It means a lot because I'm trying to get rid of all of them. But it looks like they get, they get to stay again. Yeah, man, I appreciate it. You know, I mean, you know, it's hard to find hard work, man. People, yeah. loyalty, loyalty is um mostly is over. It's not overcompensated; it's undercompensated. So when you find somebody that's loyalty, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta show them you love, man. You can't even, even on a on a joking level, because you just ain't gonna find loyalty. Too many places, man. People, people say they're loyal, and they don't be loyal, man. You know what? You know what the greatest trick the devil ever pulled? Tell me. Was convincing the world they didn't exist, so people can tell you what they want. You know, the, 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 Satan is the father of lies. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And persuasion is the core of every lie. Once a person can persuade you into believing something, you gonna you gonna believe because it seems fair seeming, and that's what the de devil thrives on. You know what I'm saying? So when someone, someone, that because somebody say they loyal, don't mean they loyal. He's just, he's just good at persuasion. And when you find somebody that's loyal, you gotta keep them by you because they, 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 they rare. Appreciate that. They rare. And I say that because Bassie, Bassie, and I don't know him, and you know, from a, from a can of worms, but the guy, the guy, was, was. Professional me and I and I and I almost gave up out of patience, mm -hmm. meaning meaning, and I know he probably heard in my voice, but he he stayed prof professional, and that forced me to stay pro to stay professional and humble. Mm -hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? So everybody else would say, well, man, fuck it then, man. You know what I'm saying? Because even though there's reciprocity here, you know what I'm saying? My 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 desire is more greater than his. You guys here have, is one has will have the platform. You know what I'm saying? You let me in, so that's why I, I appreciate it. And I appreciate Bassy and you know. You gave him a hard time. Did I give him a hard time? Nah, but I but but mm-hmm. I can sense I, I I could I'm real I'm my from being in prison I have a I have a short tolerance. Understood. You know what I'm saying? But when I when I when I hear his voice, if if I see like when when I went to the hotel, I'm about to get into it with the dude because everything he's saying to me is not making any sense from what I don't hear from him. So my tolerance level is is short. So the more he the, the more you respond to me is how is how it's gonna determine how I'm gonna react. Respect. You know what I'm saying? So if I if, if my voice may rise, my tempo may rise. But if yours don't rise with mine, then that's telling me I'm wrong. Mm. I gotta fall back, and that's when and I can see it when I was talking to him, and I'm like, okay, well, so what? And he never, he never, his his tone always stayed professional. And that's and that's what that's what the guy at the hotel too. He said, no, y'all. So I I couldn't. I book a lot of people there. He told me. How was the room? The room was nice. The room was nice. I, in fact, I gave the guy the, the teller two books. That's dope. That's yeah, dope. I gave him the two room, books. the room, the room is, and that's the thing that I called because I'm a Discoverers member there. So, you know, um, the people back in Chicago, the headquarters, I've done business with them before, so they take it. They have to treat. You know, once Bassy, you know, uh, something wasn't making sense. I had to call. I have a personal direct line to the general manager. And he looked and he said, nah. He looked in the computer. I'm just talking to them. I didn't call the hotel. I called the personal number. Then I found out. I said, all right, it's good. You know, y'all know, you know I'm on one last thing. You know, um, I just got a prison. I'm on supervised release. So when he called me, I said, man, I can't come up there, man. I'm I'm still on supervised release. So I had to call my probation officer and and run about her to let me come out of town. And when I ran about her, to my surprise, she was like, "Oh, okay, that's that sounds nice, you know, yeah." So that's how that's how I was able to come. So if, if y'all don't see me, she don't she don't cross me out. <laughs> she don't cross. Yeah, listen, it's Queens Flip, man. Thank you for tuning in, man. Get well, G Money. We can't wait. This episode one eighty eight. Shout out to Basky. Shout out to Michelle. It looked like they survive again. Shout out to my man Marvin Griffin, and you know, wonderful person. I appreciate you. Man, listen, man. Lock your doors, close your windows, close your blinds, <laughs> open your blinds. If you see a man like Marvin on your lawn, put it away. It don't mean no harm. But prepare to sit down in your living room because he will talk to you all night long. I'm from Queens. 